seems to me there are two kinds of kids walking in this building. Stoop kids, corner kids. Excuse me? No, stoop kids. They're the ones that stay on the front steps when the parents tell them. The others go down to the corners. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to episode 61 of the Stoop Kids Podcast. I am your co-host, your boy Ralphie. Kicking it with Guy. This is Zoe 101. <laughs> or G. There you go. And this is gonna be a one-stop pod for movies, TV, music, video games, and all things in, out, and around the nerd for us, fellas. Yes, sir. COVID taps. COVID, COVID taps. taps. What's the word, gentlemen? It's popping. Chilling out. Yo, man. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. You don't want to know what's been a minute for, man? What's it been a minute for? Our intern's back, man. I can't I can't believe it. Our intern is back. Oh man. Let's get it. You know what? Stephanie Newton, what's the word, kid? What's good, family? I'm not the fucking intern. <laughs> <laughs> and secondly, why the fuck do y'all start the intro from yeah. the top before y'all start? What you, what God you damn, start it from the middle or something. The intro is way too long. Mm-hmm. And y'all gotta sit through that whole shit. You first, first of all, you, you don't get to go on like a six week hiatus and come back critiquing <laughs> shit. <laughs> so get in here. Start doing. Y'all got work. the same equipment. So do some same, so do some fucking engineering. Do your fucking job and improve this podcast and take us to the next level. Intern, I like the way you're talking to us, man. I really don't. Yeah, fire me then. <laughs> Motherfuckers don't pay me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the verge of getting fired, kid. I don't know what to tell you. We paid you in uh, chicken and uh, whatever. potato wedges. And juice. <laughs> and juice. And minimate fruit punch. I kick this door down and take all your shit. Watch your mouth. Matter of fact, pass that juice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, how's everybody's weekend, man? What's, what's the word? Good, man. Good. Um, I didn't do much. Oh, Festival of Lights on uh, Sunday. Gosh, that it? sounds so corny. No, yeah, cool. yeah. Before, yeah, before I do say it's corny because it also doesn't sound corny. What'd you do? What does what, what this entail? At Jones Beach, it was the festival. Bro, you were there. That's what it's called. Yeah, we gotta change the name. I'm not calling it the Festival of Lights. Right. Just so, Jones Beach Light Show. Wait, so y'all, so y'all went together to this Festival of Lights? We went as a group. We went as a group. Yeah, we went as a group. It wasn't just me and Malik. That'd be weird. I mean, it wouldn't be weird. That's my guy. But yeah, yeah, we didn't go. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a good time. I forgot I was there. Uh, it took about four hours, approximately. Yo, that Went traffic was there? crazy. Nah, the, so the line isn't, like, it, it starts from, like, the Jones Beach Tower and shit? Yeah. You gotta long, you gotta wait on a long line, it wraps around a road, and you, it, bro, this, at least three hours. Nah, it was like two and a half. Yeah, nah, it was like, like three yeah, hours. Yeah, y'all in the car with it, though? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was in the car. It was in the car. It wasn't in my Tesla, it would have been a much better ride. Than <sighs> Are we taking the Tesla next time? We can. I didn't know that was an option. I'm not yeah. doing that. Well, I don't, I don't want to invite you to something and be like, ah, right, you got to drive. I love driving my car, bro. Oh, copy. All right, remember that for future reference. Um, but no, nah, I was cool. Uh, I was tired by the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was, I was so beat by the time we, it was done. <laughs> it was like 11.30. Not even 11.30. Nah, it, it was, was like mi- it was like midnight. No, 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 no. no. Nah, it, was it, was like, like it was like 11.15. I was tired. The point yeah. being, I was just like, I don't really care about any of these lights. But it was cool, though, man. It was a good, cool experience. Yeah. I appreciate the invite, too. G, how, how about your weekend, man? How, how was it? Anything good? <clears throat> Anything exciting, sir? A study. Gee, I- I'm getting disappointed in you, man, because you used to come and say like all these cool things. I was here in Harlem. I was doing this. I was doing that. And now it's COVID nineteen. That's a fact. He's trying to better himself. Nah, man. I, I want to hear something cool, man. I want to hear some shenanigans next time. Shenanigans. Right, step your step your game up next week, bro. Um, 
Let me try to think. Something, something, something I got into. That something illegal, man. Come on. Give us something. Um, I was trying to get him to snitch on <laughs> Vlad. <laughs> no, I got Just step you. a little closer to the mic, you. please. <laughs> um, Vlad. It was, like, it was like Friday, 11.45. Um, Sunnyside, Queens. No, let me stop. I don't got nothing. Nah, but DJ Vlad is the worst. Bro. That should be funny. He's like, so... You shot him. Yeah. <laughs> so just you shot him, right? So, so you knew who it was. So when you had the gun in your hand and you were standing over his bleeding corpse, <laughs> what, what, and the what, guns in your backyard. What emotions were you feeling? <laughs> so where's the murder weapon now? In the shed. Okay. Okay. Because you know I heard. <laughs> and this is the same guy you run the credit card scams with. <laughs> yeah, no. But yo, uh, Steffi, man, I apologize, sir. How was your weekend, Don't man? Apologize, man. My weekend it was trash. That's good. I'm that glad. Shit. He was running in the mud. <laughs> running in the trenches. In the trenches? I've been in the trenches. Oh, man. The trenches, the trenches, the trenches. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> you ready to get to War on the Street? Yes, please. Let's do it. Let's do oh, it. Oh, hold on. Before we, before we do, I mean, this kind of has something to do with War on the Street. Yeah, um, what? It's officially been confirmed that the Spider-Verse movie is happening. Everything before that was speculation. Mm-hmm. Now it's been officially confirmed. Alpha Molina is going to be Dr. Octopus. Shout out to my man. Um... Andrew Garfield and Andrew Garfield's confirmed to come back. They're trying to work out something with Tobey Maguire. They better, man. You know that. You know that he's. If, if they're hassling, he's hassling. I don't even them. care about Andrew Garfield. That was. I want to see Tobey Maguire. They're, they're, in the who's movie. Andrew Garfield? See, nah, but he was he was the one from the Amazing Spider-Man. He's the one from the Social Network. Edward Saverin. Edward. Edward. Whatever, man. Oh, he was the. He was like the skater one, like the, the one happy one. I liked him. I, I thought liked he was funny. Too. You liked you thought he was funny? I did. I liked yeah, him, I liked him. Yeah. The movies aren't good. I thought he was kind-hearted. I thought he was a good Peter Parker. I thought he was warm. I don't know about thought he fit the part. But anyway, it's just... The news is that it's been confirmed. Yes. Like, this is definitely happening. So we got three Spider-Mans in one movie? Yeah, and also Mary Jane... Kirsten Johnson's coming back as Mary Jane, and Emma Stone may be coming back as Gwen Stacy. Oh, I didn't see Emma Stone. Mm-hmm. So we got four Spider-Mans, so Gwen's in there, right? But no, she did. She, she's not going to be Spider-Gwen. But so is Electro and Doctor Octopus. He they, can stay dead. They're doing something. That's foul. So let me ask you a question now. How do you think Tom Holland feels about all this? Because his spotlight is getting taken away now. You think um, so? Yeah, one thousand percent. I think this is. I think this is just a movie, and I think that Tom Holland's in it for the long run. So I can't imagine him really being, really caring. And also, he pro- who knows? He might have looked up to these dudes. He probably he might have gotten on the phone and spoken with them when he got the role of Spider Man. So mm-hmm. he might he might be excited. Yeah, why well, gotta be beef for Ruffy? It's not beef. It's just like. His, the spotlight's getting taken away from him. I can't imagine him tripping. The, what is it, like five movies he has in his contract? Yeah, and he's going to renew for more. He's going to be in the MCU for... That's why they cast him so young. He's going to be in the MCU until he's like an adult adult. Until you like Tony Stark? Yeah. Tony so, Stark. I think he's cool with it. Yeah. yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, but we're on the street. Sorry. Appreciate that, okay. man. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been official. 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 All 20... 21... Warner Brothers films yes. will be brought to theaters and HBO Max for free, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Well, included in the subscription. Yeah, no. that's yeah. I'm saying if you have HBO Max, it's yes. free. Yes. Yes. Um, let's just start with this. What, what's your opinion on this? How, how, how do you guys feel about it? I think this is lit. I'm actually really yeah. Okay. I'm actually excited for this. Um, I think I think uh, this was the direction films were gonna go at some point eventually. I I think. Holding as much as I love theaters, I think holding on to the tra- the traditional theater model was eventually going to become played out. Mm-hmm. Um, and just you know, with the with the state of affairs now, like with COVID and everything, with movie theater, like 
not being able to go to a lot of movie theaters. I think this is great, and it's and it's just it's just for a month. So you'll only be able to see these movies. These movies only be streaming for a month, and then after that, you'll have to go to theaters if you want to get them or wait until DVD. But I I think this is awesome, and I think it's very smart on HBO's Max's part because oh hell yeah, the descriptions are gonna go through the roof. Yeah, yeah. So they're not. They're, I think this kind of, this might end the, the streaming war for at least for next year. Yeah. Because Netflix, like, how do you compete with that at that you point? You don't, really. Unless you get, like, another yeah. studio's film. But I don't think any other film, another film studio is going to yeah. do Yeah. And I, there were rumors that um, James Bond was, was shopping around at streaming, but they wanted, like, crazy money. Like, they wanted, like... Pfft. If I'm Netflix, though, I have to consider that now. No, I know. Like, I think they were, like, in the... 300 mil now it's like 300 million something crazy if I'm Netflix I don't really have to yeah. do that yeah 300 million yeah. but you know this this is the direction that we're going in so I mean I think it was a matter of time so I, I really don't mind it and shit I'm cool with watching Matrix 4 in my in my fucking house G how about you sir <clears throat> will this change um, the way I watch movies will this make me more more inclined to watch movies I don't think so why not it's free now. You don't have to move. I mean, I'm sure it is, you know. It's not even your HBO subscription. It's mine. I know. <laughs> That's a fact, but... I mean, if I like it, I like it. Wait, is Doom? Is, is, is Doom going to be... All right, so let, let, me, let me go over the, 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 the yes, tentative right. list of uh, movies that's going to come out. Uh, the Little Things, which is a... a Pause. <laughs> the Denzel Washington movie with Randy okay, Malley. Uh, Tom and Jerry live action. Um, we got The Many Saints, Many Saints of Newark. That's going to be fire, Kyle? Absolutely. Who, who's in that? Who's in that? That'd that? be. Um, John Bernthal's in it. Um, ben Affleck's in it? No, he's not in it. That's The Sopranos movie. The Sopranos oh, movie. Oh, oh, yeah. that's the, yeah, oh, that's the prequel. Oh, I should have said that. Yeah, it's oh, a, right. Let's movie. get it. Yeah. Let's get it. Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. I, I'm one with that. A new Conjuring movie. What's what's that? It's a horror movie. Conjuring. Steph, you would like The Conjuring. Do you like The Conjuring? Yeah, I'm waiting for that shit. Cool. Yeah. That's June, right? June, July. Uh, yeah. Uh, June, this, June 4th. This dude's uh, In the Heights. Yeah. What's that? that, that that's that Crown Heights stuff? It's a, no, watch the Heights, sir. <laughs> it's about Spanish people and all. Space Jam, a new legacy, because we're all excited to see that. Um, that's uh, what LeBron? Yeah. Yeah, who cares? The Suicide Squad. Yes. Um, Dune. There you go, October 1st. Uh, I need that. That looks interesting. That's gonna be fine. Uh, the Matrix Four, yes, which is next December, yeah, I need that. and Judas and the Black Messiah. Yes. Oh, I need yeah. that. Mortal yes. Kombat. I need yes. that. Um, Possible. No, I need that. Shut up. Um, <laughs> that's pretty much as far as like the notable ones. Are I still might not watch any of these movies. You're crazy. Nah, you're bugging. And then Wonder Woman obviously comes you out. You think I'm bugging? Yeah. This yeah, is, nah, you're that's an ill slate. Nah, I'm for free. For yeah. That's no, I'm slate. just playing for free. But, but see, thanks, Malik. I got you, bro. But see, here's the thing, like. A good number of those movies, I probably wouldn't even go see in theaters anyway, so I'm not tripping. Yeah, I would. I'm gonna watch Dune in theaters still. I think. I'm gonna watch Dune in theaters. I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah I'll, there's some movies that you gotta see in theaters. Yeah, Dune is definitely one, one of them. I, yeah, um, and if I still like it a second time, then I'll just watch it at the comfort of my own home. It yeah. looks like one of those type of uh, the picture, like looking at it, like the like main, you gotta watch it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, it, that's a fact. Many Saints in Newark. I'm, the crib. I'm in the crib with it. I don't need to go to the movie theater for that. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna go to the movie theater when it was my only option. I'm good. I think I yeah. I think I'll stream that. But yeah. see, Godzilla know, versus Kong. If if the reviews are good, I'll go to the movie theater for it. Mm-hmm. You know what? This is kind of kind of like it's kind of like you have like a fridge full of food, like a good ass food, and then you or and then opting to go to a restaurant instead. Like I like that choice. Like it's like you know I could stay at home and yes. do this, but also if I want to go. Because sometimes, like I said, uh, a theater is just a good for a night out or like you just want to be out and about and it's just something to do. 
So it's like for, I like I like the fact that now I have a choice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think I think it's dope. No, I, th- I think it's dope. I think from a consumer perspective, I think it's great. Yeah. I mean, we we have access to all these movies essentially for free. Mm-hmm. Um, however, as far as a business standpoint is concerned, and like Jeez. just for the movie industry itself, like They're I'm pissed. I'm scared for it, man. Because they already had a terrible year as far as 2020. So they bring these ten into HBO Max? Nah, it's not included in this deal. Nah, it's not included. I mean, I think eventually it'll. Yeah, be yeah, on. I think it'll be in like next year, but. It's yeah. not in this deal. Um, Tenet's actually still in theaters. I saw a commercial for it the other day. Yeah, it is still in theaters. I don't know why. <laughs> Just get it out of there. They're trying to squeeze everything. They have nothing to put. They have nothing else to put. I there. mean, I guess, but at this point, like, who's going to the movie theater to watch Tenet? Like, uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, but yeah, nah, I'm ner- for the movie industry itself. Like, I'm just concerned for it, man, because like this. A lot of the average person is not gonna go to movies anymore to watch these. To watch at least the Warner Brothers slate of movies, they're not gonna go for what. Mm. And then because of this, maybe we'll see any Marvel movies come out next year. We'll do the same thing as far as like on put Disney on Disney Plus. Plus. It might take that free route instead of doing the thing that Mulan did. I don't know the exact numbers uh, Mulan did. Like if it actually made a profit, I doubt it. Yeah. Because I we didn't. Well, I didn't pay thirty dollars. Someone paid thirty dollars, but you know, yeah. Um, but yeah. So as you can imagine, uh, Christopher Nolan is pissed off about this. Angry. Very angry, and it, it's it, he that, expressed his grievances. He's he's livid. He's very livid. Wait, he he said himself on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. not not Twitter. He, he just, called. He just denounced it. Like. He just denounced it, and it's big because he he and Warner Brothers have like a huge like deal. partnership deal. Yeah, uh, I think he's distributed every movie since Insomnia. Yeah, for them. Wow. Yeah. So it's since that's and that was in two thousand and two. Um, do you think he has a right to be pissed? Um, I you know what, and just like theaters in general too. Theaters, yes, because that's their bottom line. That's their money. That's their that's their cash cow. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. With Christopher Nolan, I see. I think his frustration is just coming from he's a he's a film lover first, and that's where he he loves the theater. He makes movies for the theater. Like that's mm-hmm. that's why he gets out of bed every morning. So I think the idea of that going away, like you said, is the thing that is kind of scaring him, mm-hmm. and that's frustrating him because. Do I think this affects his money? No. Do I think this affects his overall career and how he makes movies? No. But I do think it is taking away a large portion of why he's doing what he's doing. You, you don't think it can affect his money? His bottom line? I think Christopher Nolan... I don't Without think, the box office revenue, you don't think it's going to affect his bottom line? I, I don't think, think so. I think I think, I think I think uh, Christopher Nolan has proven himself as just as a visionary and an artist and will always, will always have work. Will always... Will always have work he'll always have something to do he'll always and he'll does he'll always find a way to get to the back like I, I don't think that he will ever be hurting financially he he has his own production company he makes essentially outside of his his distribution deal he can make movies whenever he wants yeah so i i think for him the whole theater experience thing is strictly from the the love and passion of, that comes from the theater experience and he said that like he said that that's why he makes movies so you can go into a theater, sit down. Like he put out, to, like he was the one that fought for Tenant to be to not get postponed to be in the theaters. He thought Tenant was going to revive the th- the theater industry. Obviously, it didn't end up doing that. Mm-hmm. But he every Tenant was going to be COVID. <laughs> he did think he did think Tenant was going to be COVID. <laughs> but like that's that shows his faith in the theater system. So I, I think so. Now coming, I think he's viewing this kind of as a loss a little bit, and mm-hmm. it's it's humbling. So you know, but. I think I think he'll I think he'll be okay. Like he's one of one of today's 
greatest working actors. And he's, I, he's, he's directors, actor? and he's the best. Sorry, did I say uh, actors? Said director, actor, director. But he's the best. That, that's also nothing I'm correcting you on. No. Um, Mark Scorsese said he's still alive. If, 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 that's a fair point. If, if, and Quentin Tarantino, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but now, if, if there's any per, if, if, if there's any director that I want to see their movies in the theaters, it's Christopher Nolan. Correct. Um, like I, I couldn't imagine watching Interstellar in Same. on the right. TV for the first time. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like just watching in movie theaters, like really and, I, and I think that and I think that's the frustrating part for him. Yeah, because he's like, well, what the fuck? What am I doing these big scopes for if it's going to be seen on a small screen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like I said, for as a consumer, like this is this is cool. This yeah. is this is nice. But I do feel bad for the movies, and, and, and I, I understand where they're coming from. And at the end of the day, I do think it's an experiment. Do I think they're going to do this going into 2022 when I hope not. things return? Yeah. Like, I don't think we'll be watching Batman on HBO Max. I just don't think it's going to happen. But, but Yeah, I, I agree. I you agree. know what I mean? Yeah. So, I do, I do think this is... Yeah, eventually. But I do think this is an experiment, if not anything else. We'll see what happens, man. Yeah. Moving on to the next, Kai. I know my boy must be happy about this. This is good casting, man. I, I don't. I still. I still don't have a lot of faith in this, but you know. <laughs> I don't either. This, lean, I, this. This is leaning things in the right direction. Oscar Isaac has officially been cast as Solid Snake in the new Metal Gear Solid movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the casting too. Mm-hmm. I can't think of too many other actors that would have been, as far as the appearance wise. Yeah, looks like Solid Snake. There was only, like I said, there was only one other person that was made for this role, and I think that he's kind of aged out of it. And that was Hugh Jackman. I think Hugh Jackman would have been per- would have been a perfect Solid Snake. Okay. Like in his probably maybe ten years ago, you know. Yeah. Like he's the, like he's like just playing a gruff mercenary. Mm-hmm. I, I can see him doing it. Pause okay. though, but don't you think this guy's a little too small? Oscar Isaac? Um, I, I don't really know his height and weight or anything, so I'm not sure. Well, he's going to get jacked, like, yeah, he's gonna, Yeah, and they'll film, they make Tom Cruise look tall. So. Yeah, that, that's not a big deal. I think they're going to they're gonna. They going to put him in that spandex? No. Um, yeah, hell yeah. So, uh, he's not a solid snake if he's not in the spandex? No, nah, he's got a, the all black suit, bro. I don't think, they're, they're going to find a way to not make it spandex. Like, nah, he'll, nah, it'll, look, it'll look like the Captain America suit. I don't even want to watch nah, this movie. It's got to be, you don't want to I'm not, I'm not, that's not for the reason. You just got to stay true to the series. No, you want to see him in the <laughs> Nah, that's not for the reason. <laughs> nah, but as far, all right, if you got to. Are, are you looking forward to this movie? I'm really scared, to be honest with you. You know what? Um, I do want to see this movie because I'm very curious of how they're going to handle it. This is unfilmable. Can you we think just, it's going to be like a spy I, yeah, no, I, if it's like a spy noir right, rather than more like well, action Mission Impossible then mm-hmm. I would like it. It it's going to it has to be Die Hard. That's essentially like if I can, had to compare Metal Gear Solid to anything, it kind of have to follow like because yeah. it's he's he's one man all alone against a bunch of terrorists in one location. He's at this nuclear weapons disposal facility. The whole movie has to take place there. So like why? Well, that's just because where the game took place. The first, the Metal Gear. Oh, oh, this is based on the first game. Yes. Oh. It's called Metal Gear Solid, so I'm assuming it's based. on I Metal thought Gear it Solid. was probably just their own rendition of the actual series. I don't want that. It would have to be based. Oh my off god! That, so we don't know. We, so we don't even know. No, we don't know. No, it's gotta be the, the Outer Haven one. Um, the first, Mo- the first one. Shadow Moses. Shadow Moses. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, Shadow yeah. Moses. Um, yeah, no, that has to be that game, bro. It's. A, I, I think this is an unfilmable. I agree. Game video franchise, whatever video game. Oh, franchise. D. Like, there's so many, like, quirky things that go yeah. on. And then not only that, but, like, you also have the huge story of Big Boss, not just Solid Snake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot There's a lot that happens in the game story-wise that you don't know unless you played the first games on the MSX. Right. Like, there's a lot of backstory, so how they're going to fit that into... And also, the games, as much as I love them, as great as they're written, they're fucking exposition heavy. So, they're going to have to... And I can see why this... Um, writer and director is taking a long time because it's a lot to, to work through as a script like 
you have to streamline so many things. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm very curious to see what this movie will even be. Do I think it's going to be great? No. I'll, I don't be, think so, no. I'll be happy if this movie is serviceable. Like, if this movie is just I. Because I'm like, it's a feat. You know what I mean? It, it's like what a lot of people felt about Watchmen. Like, when Watchmen came out, um, a lot of people were like, this this uh, comic book is unfilmable. So when the, so when the movie came out and it was I, like, okay, they were like, oh, shit, like, cool. Word. So I'm kind of hoping for the same. Hope it's not like Ghost in the Show. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. I think it might actually be yeah. like Ghost in the Show, man. And now my question is, um, technically, if Oscar Isaac is playing Snake, then he also has to be playing Liquid as well. Because Liquid is his twin brother with blonde hair. But do they look exactly the same, though? Mm-hmm. They I look. They, they do. They look, they They're look, like fraternal twins. The they, look, they look enough alike. They look the same. Yeah, they that's look his the brother. Same. Yeah. Like in the game, Snake actually cuts his hair so that he doesn't look like... He doesn't get mistaken for mm. liquid. But this is interesting. I'm glad that this movie's moving forward because I'm very interested to see what it's gonna, how it's going to turn out, for better or worse. Well, he would have to play Big Boss too, right? Because they look the same too. To me. <laughs> yeah, like... Right? You, well, you can get and then the other, the other brother, because there's a third brother. So- Solidus? Yeah, Solidus. You got to play all these people. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I, w- I would love to see Clint Eastwood as, as Solidus as, uh, as Big Boss. I think that'd be, that'd be oh. fun. I think that'd be great. Yeah, I like that. That would be fucking dope. I like that. That would be fine. Yeah. But um and this is the guy this director did um the Kong Skull Island. So that was a good that was okay. I did like the the direction of that movie. That was a good movie. Yeah. I mean listen, they got the casting right, but I I gotta see a trailer. Yeah, I gotta gotta see how they gonna do it. Yeah. The trailer gonna open up with a Oh yes. Oh you have to. So let me let me guys let me ask you guys this: Would you do you think this would be better off as a TV series, live action? I don't want to animate it because we already had the video game. I don't I don't really think it's necessary for an animated. But would you guys rather see this as a live action TV show? Um, probably on HBO Max something like that. Yeah, it would. I think it would just because of the the scope of the story and because mm-hmm. like I said, you're pro, you're compressing a anywhere from like five to six hour game into. Two hours or two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. So yeah. there's a lot of ground to cover. Um, yeah, I think you could do that, like how they're doing with The Last of Us. I think that's awesome. But yeah, that's how I prefer it to be. But you know, this is Hollywood, and they need a new friend. And I see why they pick Metal Gear because that spells franchise. If this all works out well, they need a franchise. And it's a super cinematic, like yes, game. yeah. It's it was in spot like Hideo Kojima, Kojima based Metal Gear off of the mo- like action movies that he loved. Is he included? Like, is he involved in this movie? If he's not, then I doubt this is going to be any good, nah, man. Of course he's not. not. He's actually severed all ties with Konami, who actually owns the rights to Metal Gear. Like, he doesn't even... He he has he can't even make a Metal Gear game if he wanted to right now. I'm worried about this movie already, then. Yeah. Like I said, I just I, I, I kind of think it's going to... Already think it's going to be a shit show, but I'm such a Metal Gear Solid fan that I'm just so curious. Mm. I don't even understand the point why it even needs to be a live action. That's it doesn't. But Hollywood's got Hollywood. Yeah. I'd rather it just be animated. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. uh, it's not my choice. It's not. <laughs> All right, next on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, if this was my choice, I wouldn't be doing this. Yeah. Matthew Vaughn um, has, says potentially that there are seven Kingsman movies in lot. the works. Oh, that's lit. I'm gonna start by saying this. I don't listen. I like the Kingsman franchise. I don't need seven of them. That's a little too much. I think I think four is perfect. I think the the two movies that we have doing a prequel and then doing picking up Exy's story one more time. I think that's so the prequel, the Kingsman is what we're getting. The Kingsman and then yeah whatever and, and then, then the yeah the Kingsman and then Kingsman three which would continue Exy and and then that's it. I'd yeah. be okay with that honestly. Yeah. 
I don't think this needs to be. Cool with that too. Fun movie. It's a fun movie, but it's like I don't I don't need all this stuff. Yeah. Like I still would prefer to watch a James Bond movie and a Mission right. Impossible movie over Kingsman. But you know what? The only reason I want to say not to count them out is just because in 2000 when Mission Impossible 2 came out, I would have probably been like, "Yo, don't give me any more of these shits." But what happened though? Changed we the got, director. We got we got three. We got JJ Abrams. Yeah, directing. If it becomes a generational thing, then no, that is that too. Yeah, um, I yeah, I, I'm not sure because, like I said, I think the fact that they're saying it ahead of time kind of worries me. It's like, yo, we have a. Uh, I like I like when a when a when a franchise kind of just manifests itself on its own. Like like right. what happened with uh, Mission Impossible. No one knew Mission Impossible was going to be this multi film franchise. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even in the beginning days of the MCU, we didn't really know what was happening. We knew that we were getting these movies, um, but we didn't know like. We didn't know it was I all knew, leading to Thanos. You knew it was going to lead to Thanos and Endgame and all that? I didn't know about the snap, but I just knew there was going to be this diabolical figure at the end. Oh, oh well, you, you, you had more foresight than me because I was like, okay, cool. We're getting this, this, this. Oh, and then we're getting an Avengers movie? Okay. For it to be what it is now. Well, they said it in the first movie. They're leading to that. No, I know that they were leading to an Avengers film. I didn't see it. I didn't see Black Panther in. I didn't see them doing 20-something movies. Right. In 2008, I didn't see that. I saw okay. You cool. just watch one movie after another. No, exactly. I thought we were. Good. I thought we were gonna get Avengers, which was gonna consist of Thor, Captain America, um, Iron Man, and Black Widow. Yeah. So and Hulk, but um, I like Matthew Vaughn, man. He, he makes really good movies. Yeah, um, I mean, First Class is one of the best X Men movies, if not the best. It's my yeah, it's my favorite X Men yeah. movie. So he's a great director. Just that again, is that the one where it takes place in like the eighties, the sixties? Yeah, that's a good movie. I love that movie. Um, I just don't need Seven Kings movie. I'm sorry. Yeah, I I really don't. I don't think so. I don't think I do. Unless, unless they prove me wrong, though, man. Yeah, unless they do a um uh, a Mission Impossible, you switch out directors and he's just producing. Maybe you switch out Eggsy and you have other art, other artists. You have other actors come in and 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 do something new with the franchise. See, that was my thing too. Like, I don't know if I'm the biggest fan of Eggsy as a as like a character. Yeah, he's he's a guy, (laughs) but he's boring. Yeah, he's a guy. He's Taron Egerton. When I first seen the movie, the first one that came out, um, I didn't think he fit the role of what he was. I didn't know what the first one was. What he was playing. Yeah. Colin Firth. Is, is what, he, what was it called? Isn't he some, just like some, some little sewer kid? The yeah. Kingsman. Yeah. The Kingsman. The Kingsman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Secret, Secret Service. Service. Kingsman's Secret Service. That was a cool movie. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I liked it. The second one was, eh, it was okay. It was, it was okay. It was okay. I think it undercut everything that was great about the first movie. Yeah. Like, I don't think you should have brought back Colin Firth and create technology that allows you to survive getting shot in the head. <laughs> like, that kind of zaps yeah, everything. Yeah, now no one can die. Th- so. That zaps all the tension out of your yeah. movie. Yeah. Like, I have to see you get your head cut off to believe that you're dead. <laughs> and then even then, I'm sure there's some uh, decapitation restoration technology, too. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But we'll see what happens, man. Yeah, I, I trust like, my opponents. Like I said, we, we could be wrong. And yeah. I, I think we all can say that we hope we are. I love being wrong. But for now, I like being. I don't need seven Kings movies. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um. Last but not least, mm-hmm. Mandalorian, episode six of season two, yes, sir. was released. Mm-hmm. Kai, thoughts, opinions, concerns. I, I text y'all, man. This is the best episode of the Mandalorian <laughs> I've ever seen, bro. <laughs> this shit was lit across the board. Um, I remember when it dropped. I read before I watched it. I I, I just I like to check the IGN, not to read the reviews. I check their scores. And I saw that they gave it another 10. I didn't think the episode before it was a 10. I'd, I'd probably give it like somewhere like a 8. 8. Like a low 8. Um, 
This one was a 10. I, IGN got it right on this one. Um, there were, like I said, all of my issues that I have with this show were non-existent. The show, it, it was fast-paced. There was no, like, awkward pauses and silences. It was just, uh, we got payoffs. We got Boba Fett again. We got that chick. Boba Fett, kid. We got that chick from Tatooine. Who, they paid that off somehow. And, like, that. I, I don't remember her character. She was, in a, she was in the after credits. Like, she had got shot or whatever. But I'm just glad that they paid it off because I was yeah. like, what's the point of that? Um... And we got incredible action, and we got to see Boba Fett actually do something. Put like, it work. Yeah, and, and this episode, more than anything, felt like it was made by a Star Wars fan. This felt this felt like a fan film. Mm. This felt like an over, mm. like a high-budgeted fan, like fan film. This felt like someone that loves the Star Wars universe, loves the original trilogy, loved the Boba Fett toy, and was like, you know what, if I, could, if I had a bunch of money and resources, this is what I would make. And mm. they pulled it off. And then finally gave us a cliffhanger, like a real cliffhanger, real stakes, made us actually emotionally care about these characters, and provided some actual tension. And so, so is Boba Fett? Is is he? What side of the Mandalorian is he on? Is he on the the, the cold side or? Nah, he's on the other side because he, he he walks around with it without his helmet. Oh, uh, not by choice though. He, he, this is, he was this missing is, something. Is this is this the same actor? Yeah, it's uh, Tamora Morrison yeah. who played Boba Fett in the in. The, the the sequel trilogy, the prequel trilogy, so the one that played, he played Jango, Fett. he played Jango Fett. Yes. Does anybody know who actually played no. the first book? Yeah, it doesn't matter. No, yeah. but he played Jango Fett, and it's supposed to be a clone, so this is Bob Fett, so this makes sense. Um, I love this episode. I totally agree with you. I think it was great. Um, I thought it was cool watching Baby Yoda do that little Force thing. Um, I'm interested to see what Jedi responds to that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of theories out there, and. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. What, I, I doubt it's Luke Skywalker. That's just too big. It's Samuel, obvious. Samuel Jackson said he'd love to come back. Um, it could also be Cal Kestis from it, the uh, Jedi for, Fallen Order. Fallen Order, yeah. Ezra Miller. Yeah. Um, no, not Ezra Miller. Ezra. Ezra. Is it Miller? No, Ezra no. Miller is the actor. <laughs> <laughs> Ezra Miller is Flash. Okay, yes. You're not. It's definitely not the Flash coming through. Um, Ezra. Yeah. From Rebels. Um, and probably some other like nondescript. Uh, and, and I and I think you're. I think you got it uh, with it being Cal Kestis. That's why they casted that actor and allowed him because he could play the, the live action. Yeah, 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 for sure. And so that makes sense. Yeah, and and that and that would be super dope. Um, or Sam Jackson, man, why not? Fuck it, bring him back. I'll be so hyped if Sam- if Boba Fett is alive from being in the Sarlacc pit, which they haven't explained yet, by the way. Yeah, and they're um, not going to. Then certainly Samuel Jackson could serve, and then not even him. Um, Emperor Palpatine. Still alive, so yeah. Where the sequel Star Wars was lit. Which one? All of them. The fuck are you talking about? I mean the prequels. You crazy? Okay. Uh, all right, stuff. All right, in turn. No, no. <laughs> Relax. They're there. Slow <laughs> <laughs> down. Slow down. That was cute. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. This episode was cool. Um. I do agree with you. The cliffhanger is cool. Mm-hmm. And I. So let me ask you this. Yeah. Uh, Grogu or Baby Yoda was performing Force Choke. Force Choke, which is a dark side move. Mm-hmm. Do we think that he's possibly dark side? Um, it's a Star Wars show, so they're gonna play with the the push and pull. Uh-huh. Uh, I I think coming off of like knowing that Anakin turned to the dark side, I don't think they're gonna do that again. Mm-hmm. I think. I do think that's going to be something of a conflict, like that he has access to these dark side powers, but I think they'll end up looking it and raying it, where it's like, oh, I'll turn back at the last second. Mm, okay. 
And um, listen, all right. So going back to Boba Fett. Yeah. Is it Boba Fett or Boba Fett? I always Bob, get it mixed up. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Dude, his his scene, badass. I love how the stormtroopers still can't hit anything. It's um, it's it's frustrating, but it's also like. That's well, a running joke. Like, like I can't well, get okay, mad at Okay, it. so here's the thing that pisses me off. And I'm not really pissed off. But, like, when a stormtrooper needs to hit someone that has no... That doesn't have impenetrable armor, they can't hit them. He's when it's, tough, when it's, tough, for them, when it's tough for them to hit uh, Mando, they hit him like... Yeah. When he has the invulnerable armor on, they just can't miss. Mm-hmm. It's like paintball. They just line them up. But... Bing, bing, bing. Um, I gotta say, this was some of the most graphic action I've ever seen in a Star Wars anything. Yeah. When Boba Fett is smacking dudes with that stick, and like you see the plating of their armor coming off. Which, I don't know why Stormtroopers wear armor. It doesn't do anything. Uh, it doesn't deflect bullets. It kills you instantly. It doesn't deflect lightsabers. It kills you instantly. Uh, it doesn't even stop smoke and toxins, because we've seen uh, Stormtroopers get gassed. <laughs> Literally, the... the Stop wearing helmets. The only reason they wear helmets is so they can use the same nigga every time and just yeah. hit copy and paste in the special effects. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Nah, that's true, man. And they look cool. Um, the, Even the, the knee shit that he had, yeah. the little rocket. The no, the no look shot. Oh, my God. He was putting it work. But my thing is this. Why didn't he just... All right. So why didn't he just take it from the the uh, uh, Timmy Dolphin? I forgot the guy. Yeah. Name. Um, He could have bodied him within seconds. Yes. So I don't know why he didn't just take the armor from him. Ah, plot convenience. Should have. Um, <laughs> you like Tim the Elephant? What? You like Tim the Elephant? No, 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 no. But like he should have just taken him oh, out. Like oh, for yeah, what? Yeah. He has your armor. Well, you, so you'd rather take on Mando versus yeah Timothy Oliphant's character? It doesn't make Maybe, sense. I don't know. Maybe he didn't know. Who knows? Nah, he had to know. Who knows? He was living in that planet. No, you, no, you're right. I'm just trying to come up with excuses. I can't. The only thing I could think of, like, all right, he's doing good. I don't want to kill him. I yeah. guess I don't know. He's an honorable man. <laughs> I guess. I guess. But uh, but nah, man. Th- this was my favorite episode so far, and I'm, I'm gonna watch it again, which I haven't done any other. Yo, and yo, poor Mandalorian, man, because like he just got that fucking ship fixed, and they just blew it the fuck up. Yeah, that sucks, <laughs> man. They both they blew up the Razor Claw. Yeah, the Razor Crest. <laughs> the Razor Claw. <laughs> That's actually a cool name too. It is. Yo, but like I. Um, like I said, I love that this, like, this episode was, like, made by a, like, it was just a fan moment, like, I was, like, when you see him walking, you, you hear the say Robert Rodriguez directed it. Yeah, Robert Rodriguez, yeah, bro. yo. Yeah, which was, it, it blew my mind at the end, I was like, oh, shit, that's yeah, a high-profile director. Yeah, um, shout out to Spy Kids. Um, when, like, he's walking and he hears the ship entering the atmosphere, and, like, if you're, if you're a Star Wars fan, you see that ship, you know that's only one person's ship. And it's just, like, you're rewarded for being a Star... Like, you know that's the Slave One. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's such a like an ill reward. The yeah. Slave One? That's what it's called. Fucking racist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, man. He's from, uh... Where's he from? New Zealand? He's New Zealand. He doesn't know. There's no nah. racism in New Zealand. But, um... I don't know. There might be. From the previous episode, um... I forgot... What's the Jedi's name? Ahsoka. Ahsoka, yeah. I didn't know her, um... Her... Her saber was white because she's not like she's not a Jedi or she's not on the dark she's side. middle. Yes, yeah, I yes. didn't know that. Mm-hmm. She's a she's what they call a gray Jedi. She doesn't follow the Jedi code, but she's yeah. also not a Sith. Um, but yeah, this this was dope, man. And for the next, Bill Burr's coming back for the next. I episode. don't care for Bill Burr. I didn't like him the last time. Okay, who's that? He no, was, no one important. <laughs> he was who they um and remember in the jail the jailbreak episode last season, he was the one with the gun that had, was like on a. On a robotic arm. Okay. Yeah. That rest, that episode was dumb. Yeah, it was dumb. But there was, I'm yeah, he just, was dumb. I'm just I'm just glad that they're actually paying off all that useless shit <laughs> from last season. Mm-hmm. So which is dope. 
and I and I like the way this last these last two episodes are setting up. Yeah. And that Giancarlo Esposito's action. Uh, quick uh, Giancarlo question. To, uh, <laughs> sure. He's playing the same role. Oh yeah, in, yeah. Ev- in everything. <laughs> Do you have a problem with that? Nah, I, he's still intimidating. Okay. Um, not so much in this show yet. He hasn't really had that much dialogue to be like kind of scary. Because I imagine what his day looks like is he like he just lives on like one street, mm-hmm. like on the Warner Brothers lot, a Disney lot, and he just like walks. He's like, all right, gotta go do a uh, Mandalorian. Takes a, puts on the Mandalorian shit. It's like, oh shit, damn, look at the time. Yeah. Takes that shit off, puts the suit on, walks right onto the boy set. Right. All right, cool. All right. Right, right, right. Then keeps that same suit on, just switches out the glasses, goes plays Gus Fring. Yeah. No, it's true. He's playing the same character. Same hair and all that. Yeah. Um, I totally agree with you, man. He just plays the same character. But, man, he does a great job. He does a great job. I I would love to see him just do something else. I mean, you know, just watch Do the Right Thing. Yeah, it's (laughs) It's the last time we got a a, a weird Giancarlo. Yeah, there's always that. Just watch Do the Right Thing. That's it. Uh, But, no, this this episode definitely deserves a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Hey, intern, can you uh, turn that down? How's it going over there? Yeah, what are you doing over Fucking there, man? Jesus Christ. Pipe it down over there. <laughs> My God, man. Damn it. The next sound comes from your mouth, but I want five dollars in the jar. <laughs> Jesus. The bozo jar. The bozo <laughs> The Bozo jar. I'm looking at Cyberpunk gameplay. Oh, okay. My bad. Then it's okay. It's not okay. I'm still mad. <laughs> Y'all ready for the main topic? Yeah, let's get to it, man. Yeah, more news. What's the other news? What's oh. the other news? Well, by the time they hear this, the album would have already come out, but Kid Cudi, Man on the Moon is coming out Friday, what's, what's, what's Friday, October, December 11th. I thought it would never happen. Yeah, that's, just, that's really fast, because he was supposed to drop some other projects. I stand corrected, yeah. I said it wasn't going to come out. I said it wasn't going to come crazy. out until 2021. Yeah, stupid. I was close. <laughs> Whatever. No, it wasn't close enough. <laughs> I guess. I'm surprised too, though. So it's a great day. I never made an estimate of one. It's a great day. It's a great is it? day. Is it? But, um, it's not out yet. But that, you know, didn't you guys want to talk about the um the Apple headphones too? You did. I did? Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's talk about it then. So <laughs> Apple's, com- Apple's coming out with some $600 headphones. Who's copping them? That Ralphie trying to cop. All right. So doesn't this take away from the Dr. Dre Beats business that they have? They bought Beats for what? Well, Beats are still cheaper. So there's a cheaper option. Yeah, but these headphones look kind of dope. I know, but I think if you want the inexpensive option, you have them. Which I never thought I'd say the inexpensive option is the two hundred fifty dollars ones. You're bugging if you spend five hundred dollars on those. Nah, but this price is gonna go down. This is OD. But what they always do is you'll package them with the phone. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll pay you'll pay an extra ten dollars on your bill for the first like year and a half or whatever. Either way, those headphones don't look all that. They look cool. They look cool. They look fine. I, I just want some some reviews, man. Marcus Brownlee. Do you, does anybody know who that is? No. You said that's, that's the guy on YouTube. Yeah, 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 the tech guy on YouTube. He's yeah, he does know. pretty good like tech videos. So okay. I want to see what he says about it because I'm sure Apple will send him a free pair, right. and uh, see what he says. Oh, then they'll be buying his uh, his his good ratings. <laughs> nah, nah. He, he bashes some things too. Bash, so you bash Apple. Okay, yeah. No, he, he, he's done it before. He did the same thing to Tesla. They, they sent him a car. And same thing, quality controllers. The key? Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. And he bashed Tesla. Not bashed it, but he was just like, there's there's still issues with it. It's not a perfect car. Don't do that, yeah, man. That's an easy thing to say. I'm sure he went into more detail. Yeah, he did, but I'm <laughs> saying, like... This guy was like, <laughs> control issues. A million views. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I had to say about them. But five hundred fifty dollars is kind of a lot that's for some headphones, man. Yeah. Unless they're amazing, I won't be getting them. But they do look nice. Yeah. I will give them that. 
Especially the silver pair. Might have to cop that for Christmas. Anybody want to get that for me for Christmas? Yeah, shut up. <laughs> Y'all could all put in money. Yeah, right. I'm never buying you enough for Christmas. That's a fact. I'll probably never buy you anything at Christmas. <laughs> probably your birthday when you get married, but Christmas not even not, not even that. You, you're not getting a, a wedding gift for me? I throw hot rice at you. Hot wow. rice? Yeah. Why hot rice? I miss that hot rice. I've never heard nothing like that. Yeah, I've never heard that before. Where'd that come from? It is That's what it funny. is. Like, how hot are we talking about? Like, straight off the fucking. What do you mean, how hot? Out the rice cooker. What do you mean, how hot? That shit gonna be hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take some room it doesn't temperature. doesn't matter. Some room temperature rice. You gonna be sweating. Shit gonna be hot. <laughs> how, high, how hot can rice get? You're not gonna have Pretty hot. Go hot, bro. Out nah, the rice cooker? Test it out yourself. Yeah, hot, to, bro. To, you throw it out, to throw it at me and be like, ow. Yeah. It hurts. That, that would burn you. It's gonna it's burn you. Nah, man. Son, if he dumps and Malik, yeah, you got full of rice on you. <laughs> you bro, your face is scarred. No, it's not. Yes, it. Yo, you he dumps that shit on your head, head bro. <laughs> oh, straight out the pan with the oil and the shit in it. Then yeah, that's gonna. Run. You got oil. What oil? Yo, you know you don't cook. He's yeah, got oil. Say oil. <laughs> There's it's no oil. oil. Nah, it's the, you, no. <laughs> you cook rice with oil. No, you don't. And water, bro. water, bro. No, you put water. Let me also say it depends what kind of rice you're making. If I'm making yellow, if I'm making yellow seasoned rice, I'm starting yeah. up the pan with oil and butter. So everyone, shut up. How about that? <laughs> that's onions. not what we talking about. That's not what we talking about. Yeah, how is Ralphie gonna survive on his own? Gee, I'm wrong. Gee, I'm wrong. <laughs> say I'm wrong. You're not talking about what you're talking about. Thank you. <laughs> Yo, about what kind of rice? Are you talking about straight white rice? We're talking about the rice that everybody yeah. in the world is about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dominic. We add flavor in it. We add sasson. Talk about base and adobo. Basic and he said he better than you, Kyle. I know. I cook better than him. No, you, stop it. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. No, you don't. Well, you have never cooked anything ever. You've never cooked anything ever. I'm cooking a meal next time. Okay. Oh, you've never, you've never cooked a meal. What do you mean? You, never, you know how to cook. Bro, I've cooked a lot. Like Greg, what? Greg has been there. What? What have you learned how to cook? Bro, I cook like I cook everything. What do you cook? Bro, I've... Steph, I've made a, I made a whole thing of, of, of collard green. I made I made greens. I've made steak before. I made rice. Steak I made easy. chicken. Rice is easy. Chicken is easy. So what have you made? But I'm saying like all the stuff you're saying is you made you actually made no but what have you made you said I can't cook but you have you said what have you made alright then shut up nigga get to the main topic what you say get to the main topic let's go you're right we're right I apologize you parts of the pants at stupid upstairs in the kitchen this nigga cooked steak in a pot right in the stove right in the stove this nigga put steak in a toaster shut up steak oh did you see that yes that's your man's who did that I don't know <laughs> this should look so dumb. <clears throat> Topic of the week, guys. Yes. All right, let's do it. Um, so being that this is the holiday season, guys, obviously it's December. Uh, we just want to get into some our favorite holiday movies. I don't think we got into this last year. As far as like no, Christmas we didn't. Movies. We didn't. Yeah, no, nah, we didn't. So uh, I think it'd be a good time to do that just before our uh, Stoopy Awards. Mm-hmm. Is that what is that what we call it? The Stoopies. The Stoopies. Yes, yeah, Stoopies. Stoopies. Um, so yeah, let's get into it, man. Best holiday movies. Yes, sir. Um, so we're gonna, these are all classics, by the way. Yeah, Most yeah. of these are classics anyway. Let me say that. Um, <laughs> Friday after next. No particular order. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No particular. No particular chronological order here. Friday after next. Um, I gotta say, this is probably the funniest uh, holiday movie on this list. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was. I guess. Are you serious? No, don't do that. Um, Bad Santa was really funny. No, Bad Santa is really fucking funny. Okay, but after Friday, it was downhill. No. Okay, that's, that's what I was he's about not, to he's say. He's not talking about in okay. the, in gotcha, Friday gotcha. films. He's talking about the holiday films. Yeah, holiday films. As you were. Roll your roll. <laughs> now, what I was saying was, um, I think, I don't like Next Friday. I think it's a disappointing sequel. I think there's funny parts in it, 
like the the Spanish dudes and like I think there's good moments, but I don't overall I don't like that film. I'd rather watch Friday After Next too. Yes, I, I agree. With so you. for them to come back with Friday After Next, it was such a good like return to form. Um, and I just think everyone's funnier in this movie. Like, just yeah. da- like, and then it introduces to Terry Crews as Damon. Oh my god, <laughs> scariest thug ever. Oh. It gave us. This was my first time seeing Mike Epps. I mean, not Mike Epps. Um, Cat Williams. Cat Okay. I don't remember seeing him before this. Uh, yeah, possibly. Yeah. Um, pops got pops kind of got pushed back. Um, John with a spoon recipes mm-hmm. got pushed back to the the background, but it, it, it made sense in the concept of the story. Just like uh, being a bu- bu- brother's barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Getting robbed by Santa in the, in the beginning, opening five minutes. <laughs> this movie is fucking fu- funny, man. Nah, this movie, this movie is hilarious, man. And and just like the first Friday, it felt like it could. Ha- it felt like it could happen. It felt like this could actually go. Uh, maybe not get robbed by. No, yeah, even get robbed by Santa. Uh, okay. Santa. So th- this was this was a great one, man. Top flight security, baby. Top, Top flight, flight security, the world, the world Craig. Yeah, <laughs> the world. It's like, and I die for this shit too. <laughs> so, what was some so good make you want to? S- Yo, <laughs> Yo, my <laughs> Yo, you ever seen an episode of Atlanta where, <laughs> where Clark County's in the studio with the engineer and he's like, "Yo, you fucking it up, man." <laughs> I, like, I'm not gonna do something. They might do something to you. Just don't fuck up again. Oh, that's the, that's the the chance the rapper on. Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 parody. Steph, don't do that again. Nah, until you get me mad, though, bro. <laughs> and I might not do nothing, but these two might. <laughs> Damn, yo, everybody's gonna, everybody get in the corner, man. Yeah, everybody is gonna end up with a black eye. Who's gonna with a black eye? Old tree, y'all. Old tree. Um, but now, what was what was the line that said? Uh, something so good, make you wanna slap your mama. He's like, uh, food tastes so good, make you wanna slap your mama. Hey, mama, come here. Yeah, the way she turns, I'm like, yes, baby. <laughs> that was a, yeah, that was funny. This is not, this is a funny Ooh, movie. Was, a funny was this a scene where they was messing with the old ladies and the old ladies guy got the, uh, got, yes. the got the crips? Yeah. 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 He's, he's, he said, I know what y'all do. Y'all using the Lord to sell pussy on this corner. <laughs> uh, Mike, Mike Epps is definitely a lot funnier he's in this movie. He's a lot funnier in this movie, yes. Yeah. Friday after next, man. Um, I mean, Friday, uh, next Friday. Um, which one call it? I but Cat Williams is my favorite character in this movie, man. Just like the shit he's saying when he was like, um, you like his part? His part is funny. Nah, it is. When he's abusing, when he's a, like when he's not abusing, but like he's shitty to his girlfriend, and yeah. he's like, use your eyes, use your head. They're not just for looking good. Yeah, they're not supposed to be you, uh, Hazel. <clears throat> oh shit! He said, "Don't be sorry, ho. Be careful." Yeah. I'm done with you. Dismissed. And then he's got the the fucking the the pliers. Yeah, the pliers is nuts. I was like, oh my god! He's like, pimp, 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 pimp. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> say, I'm a boy. You do not. You are not in prison no more. Say, <laughs> oh man, that's this. This is a funny movie, man. And it's funny because as a kid, it took me a couple. Like I didn't know about like that joke. joke, so. Yeah. When when the Terry Crews part came on, I'm just like I don't I didn't get what he was trying to do, mm-hmm. and then the Boondocks came out later, and it all made sense. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, 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 yes. Which is funny because you played that role too. A pimp named Slickback. Pimp named Slickback. Yes, sir. We move on to the next one. Yeah, we can move on to the next one. Um, I'll be honest with you, <clears throat> I I definitely watched this movie in theaters. Mm-hmm. I forgot what happened in it. It's a bunch of yeah. Uh, this Christmas. But yeah, this Christmas. This I like the, the song by Chris right? Brown. Great song. 
Um, I think it's the only memorable thing I, I know about this this movie. Uh, but yeah. Um, I, I like at first. Um, I didn't watch this movie for for a lot of years because I thought it was just a stereotypical black Christmas movie. To mm-hmm. be honest with you, yeah. Which it is the black Christmas movie, but it's very well done. I think it's also very restrained when it, I feel like when you think of like the the black family movie, it's very dramatic. It's yeah. not as dramatic, right? That, which is what I like. It's about it's, it. it's somewhat. Like they the have whole, drama, but it's not dramatic. Yeah, like the biggest drama is Ildris Aldrich. is Ildris Alba's story arc, and yeah, that isn't really too too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, but you know what? It's cool because it is that big family, and then you just see all the quirkiness that come. Like one's in the army, one person goes AWOL. You know, Chris Brown wants to sing. He's afraid to tell his mom he wants to sing. Yeah, Ildris Alba, he's the. The, the lone shark running um, musician. Yeah, on a run. Um, you know, and then, then he has the, the wife that... um She getting cheated on. She getting cheated on, and then the, and then there's another... Yeah, you get cheated on, and then the, the, the husband wants to sell the business and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So it's just a lot of shit going on, and the family comes together to work out their problems, and just like any black family, there's going to be some arguments, there's going to be some cutting of ass. That's some good-ass food. There's some good-ass food, and also acceptance at the end of the day. <laughs> nah, um... I love the part where uh, she crashes his car, and he's like, "Honey, where's the car?" <laughs> and she's like, "And she's she's getting ready to whoop his ass." Yeah. And she's like, "L.A. River." He's like, "What?" what? Said, "L.A. River." He's like, "Girl, you tripping?" <laughs> <laughs> he steps out the shower, and she's whooping him with Slip the belt. On that baby oil, boy. Fam, oh, I man. felt that shit. Oh, D, she got dressed real fast. Oh, D, quick, boy. My man was wild in New York. Got <laughs> the Johnnies. Oh, D. Oh man, but not a, yeah. This 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 is a good feel good one, and and the one I like about I like that no one dies. It's not like Soul Food, which was yeah. I was afraid of because I watched Soul Food recently. Soul Food's a fucking dramatic <laughs> oh, ass <yeah>. movie, bro. <laughs> like I don't know why. Like when I thought it was younger, like I thought it was a family film. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's over the top. I've never seen it. Makai Pfeiffer, who's also in this yeah, movie, <laughs> choking up Neil Long. <laughs> nah, just him going going into the salon. Slamming the door in there and the glass breaking. It's hella dramatic. I'm glad that this movie didn't have any of that. Yo! This is also the last instance we got of, like, good Chris Brown. Wow. Not, not... Wow. You know what I mean? He said good Chris Brown. Wow. That's crazy. I, I love this Christmas song anyway. This Christmas by Chris Brown. I think yes. it's a great Christmas song. Well, it, it doesn't. It's, it's, it's going to be like the Mariah Carey... Um, no, no, it's right. Mariah Carey's the Mar- Mariah Carey song. <laughs> no, that's... But it's, 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 it's in comparison like like I, it's, it's a song no 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 no, like, no. It's, a song it's not gotta... gonna be as big but I feel like the, this Christmas song could continue with generations I'll, t- I'll tell you the difference it'll get I'll, there I'll tell you the difference I don't this, think it's gonna get there this Christmas has a million renditions there's a million of those like if you want you can listen it to is. you can listen to the Frank Sinatra version the Dean Martin version the fucking uh, Kelly Rowland version if you want to with the Mariah Carey all I, there's only the all I want for Christmas is you by Mariah Carey there's no other version Oh, there is it, and it, there might be, but they don't. Sure? Hold, they don't. Hold, there's, there's no comp, and they have to pay her. <laughs> like it's her song. Like she made that shit. We gotta fact check that. It's her song. No, it's her song. That's her song. She made. No, I mean song. like you, you, you're saying no. There's no. There's covers, but there, there's no one touching her version of that. Song. I don't even know why you would bother with a cover on that. No, that that's like literally the, the Christmas song maybe, for maybe, for now. Maybe Kids Bob has a version. Oh, well, they probably do actually. You got you got that you got that. But um, I didn't think that was the original song. Well, all I want for Christmas, shoot. Yeah. yeah, she made that hers. Not obviously, she had writers and shit, but yeah. I will say, Chris. I think Chris Brown is the best rendition of this Christmas. It's my favorite rendition. It's my favorite. Yeah, it's my favorite rendition of it. All I want for Christmas. Um, <laughs> I oh, also, I like the ending when they do the Soul Train line and they listen to the Mar- and they listen to Marvin yeah. Gaye. It's another time Delroy Lindo is dancing to Marvin Gaye. 
He was also doing it in um, which we'll call it the Five Bloods. Mm-hmm. The Five Bloods. But I like this cast. This is just an overall like great cast. Like speaking of Christmas movies, mm-hmm. this might actually be the greatest Christmas movie of all time. I don't think this is even a movie, fam. This is a, this is a TV show. That's cat, bro. Finish it thirty minutes. <laughs> just trying to fuck with no commercials. What are you talking about? You talk the Grinch? No. Oh, sorry. I read. I skipped over one. Damn, bro. Okay. Anyways, Die Hard. I didn't yes. know this was a Christmas movie. It is. It is. It is a Christmas movie. I get, yo every single year, me and my family. It's a, it's like a tradition. We mm. get into an argument over whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It, it, listen, the movie takes place during Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. And here's the thing. It does, but for some God-forsaken reason, it came out... <laughs> yo, Steph. During the summer. Get out uh, again? <laughs> Shit. What happened? What are you doing? Nah, this, I hit the table nah, with this, that. This, oh, this is crazy. <laughs> this movie did come out in July. But I do think that was because it's summer movie season and it's an action film, so they put it there for a reason. Nah, if the movie takes place during Christmas... No, I agree with you. I'm just telling you when it came out, which is why there's an argument. Is there any... Is there any... It takes snow, place... Is there any snowfall in this movie? It's in L.A., so no. There's snowfall in this movie? No, it's not. This I've never seen that LA. In the end, right? No. This oh, it's LA. You're right, you're right. You're right. I'm thinking of um the set, the sequel. Yes, the sequel. I'm thinking of Die sequel. Harder. I fucking hate that title. This, in this movie. I've never, seen, I've never hmm? seen this movie. You've never seen, seen Die You're lying. Seen Die I've never Hard? seen Die Hard either. Die Hard is probably... I've only seen the first 15 minutes of it. It's like in my it's in my top five, if not the number one favorite action movie ever. It's my dad's favorite movie. It's it's Yes. It's amazing. Only where, where, can I, where can I find this on HBO? Anywhere. I don't know. You, yeah, you can find it on TV, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's probably <laughs> free on YouTube. Actually, it's because it's Christmas time, you will find it yeah. on AMC one of these days. Yeah. I promise you. Where, you can find it on YouTube. Um, nah, this is... Forget... Yeah, it's a Christmas movie, yes. But it's one of the greatest action movies of all time. Yeah. Um, this made Bruce Willis into the, a superstar. Yeah. Um, forget Pulp Fiction. This is what made him a star. Yeah. Um, the action in this movie is just so great and it's smart and it's funny you have um, I think for the first time at least in the 80s where it's like the hero is not this like superhuman yeah. like he gets hurt he oh, so he's, he's mortal in this one yes, yes. this is before they made him immortal yes you're right mm-hmm. which is why I'm kind of frustrated with the later movies yeah yeah this is like, is that, he, what do you he, mean he's, immortal. he turns into a god <laughs> he gets thrown out of airplanes and doesn't die or in, in, even in, bleed in what movie and fucking Die in Hard 5 and in, all the, in the sequels to Die Hard. He's like a superhero. <laughs> he gets flung out of a helicopter and just gets up. Vin Diesel looks at them and is like, wow, I could do, put that in my movie. Exactly. Like, like Jason Statham in um, yes. Transport. He's the epitome yeah. of Fast and the Furious. No, uh, uh, Crank. Yes. That was the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All of that. All of that. <laughs> nah, this first movie, like, he... He, like there's one there's uh the it was actually really smart by the villains they shoot out glass because he's not wearing shoes he's not wearing shoes so now he has to, in order to just leave he has to walk on the the you know on the floor with with uh which with, with um wow I'm, I'm getting all mixed up what? barefoot go walking through the glass and then you see him in the bathroom trying Taking to get glass, glass out, out of the foot, foot. it's yeah. it's pretty rough and then like he's he's funny in this movie which you don't really get too much funny Bruce Willis sometimes but uh he's actually funny in this movie like well he was originally not a comedian but he was in a comedy. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't good. Um, <laughs> I never saw it. Yeah, nah, and then also, man, you have one of the best action villains of all time in uh, Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber, played by Severus Snape himself, Alan, Alan Rickman. Rickman. Rest in peace. Yes, yes. R.I.P., man. And it's this is this is a fantastic movie. Yeah, man. this, and I was talking about earlier when I brought up Metal Gear Solid. This, I feel like this at some point this had to kind of be an inspiration for that. Like, just having the lone man in one location and having the, like, it's one against many. And... He didn't fit the stereotype of what an action hero even looked like. Like, he's this balding guy that was... He's not, like, super fit or anything. He's just mm-hmm. he's this 
fat cop passes prime. Wow. Trying to no seriously divorced divorced, <laughs> or trying to save his marriage. Yeah. Um. And and it's great. And it's just like the even the small details. Like in the beginning of the movie, he starts off like he has this clean white uh shirt on and then by the end he's crawling through so much dirt and grime and it's like yo this guy has been through hell this mm-hmm. has been a crazy fucking night mm-hmm. and then you have officer winslow carl like, winslow, carl winslow <laughs> on the floor you know just uh as his like technical support helping him out who might have actually the most crowd-pleasing moment in the whole movie he does yeah i think yeah, yeah i yeah. think he does and, um and this and a movie that has like heart and actual character arcs and isn't just about all those big explosions because mm-hmm. it actually is a personal movie movie and yeah, I, I love this movie, man. Like, I love all the, the shit talking and he's just like the way he talks to himself and he's like, yeah, yeah, let's come over, have a couple of laughs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> e- and even to this day, I, even when you know it's going to happen, like, I always cringe when that guy gets on the radio and starts talking to, you know, John. Yeah. It's like, come on, John. Like, like and then he's like, get off the radio. Like, these guys are not yeah, your friends. Yeah, yeah, and they're going to, sh- and they, and and they shoot him. him. Yeah. I love the part when um he's talking to the, the the lieutenant and he's like me I'm not the one that just got butt fucked on on, on national television yeah <laughs> and you got the nerdy black kid in the, in the limo laughing yeah yeah this this I love this movie this is great this is great and it's it's a shame because we you can't even get movies like this anymore nah you can't um and it spawned an entire genre because the way that people say you know when you want to describe a good sequel you say it's the Empire Strikes Back of that franchise. You say, oh, it was Die Hard on a bus, Die Hard on a plane, Die Hard on, you know, it's it's now used as, like, as a way to describe mm-hmm. things. It's an adjective now, which is dope. And that's how you know it's iconic. Yeah. But yeah, now this is, forget Christmas movie, this is one of the greatest action movies of all time. Absolutely. And check out Die Hard with a Vengeance, the third one, which I love as well. Sam Jackson, baby. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, And Jeremy Irons in there, too. Yeah, that's I, a great movie. I love that sequel. Wait, Sam not until the third one? Huh? Yeah, Sam's in the third yeah, one. Yeah, Sam's in the third oh, one. Oh, so I saw the third one. I didn't see the first one. Yeah, the third yeah. one's great. It's third, a good third one's amazing. I love yeah, it. That's it's probably my one. third... My, it's probably my favorite like third movie in a franchise. Okay. You're doing too much. It's a very specific that. list right there. Yeah, but sure. <laughs> my third, favorite third movie. I feel like your favorite third movie in a third franchise. No, not in a third franchise. In a franchise. All right. <laughs> we can get on to the next one. Yes. The Grinch. You're a mean one. Okay, so wait, what? Wait, wait, what which Grinch? one? Which one is this? I'm talking about the one that just came out a couple years ago, the the animated one. Oh no, I'm talking. I'm not talking about the Jim Carrey one. No, I'm not talking about that either. So which one are you talking about? I'm talking about the cartoon. Oh, the oh, I just, I don't really care. About that's that. why I said. That's why I said that's not a movie. It's a TV show. Oh no, I'm talking about the. Uh, I'm talking so about the movie. So you're talking about like the original. I'm talking about the original when it first yeah. came nah, out. I'm talking about the ben, they, Benedict Cumberbatch, Rashida Jones one. Oh no, I'm talking about how the Grinch stole Christmas. Pharrell Williams. Oh, you can talk. Or about are you guys just talking about the story itself? I mean, it's all the no, same. No, you're thing. talking about the movie. Yeah, but it's all the same story. Oh, yeah. I didn't see it. Pretty so you can much. Talk it up. I love it. Um, it's on Netflix now. Um, I I didn't like the Jim Carrey one uh, growing I up. I didn't like. I hated it. I was I was honestly scared of him. I, this is 2000. I had to be like seven years old, so yeah. this actually doesn't make sense. How the Grinch stole Christmas. I like that one. The, anime, like the original animated one? Yeah, the, the original one, the one with Jim Carrey. I don't like no, that I didn't like that one. I didn't like that one. I didn't like that they added all this fluff into the story, too. Yeah, it's but, a 30-minute story. Like, yeah. And it's a 10-page children's it's book. It's a children's book. Yeah. yeah. But now, the, 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 the animated version, anyway, I, I love it. I think it looks beautiful when it's narrated by Pharrell Williams, which is pretty cool. Uh-huh. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch plays a great... Uh, Grinch. A gr- a gr- you know, voices a great Grinch. Yeah. Um, the dog is awesome in this movie. Mm. probably the, the hero of the whole story forget the Grinch I, and it's it's just an endearing story man it's just great mm, I, I'm gonna check it out um I actually I heard for the first time uh, my, my girlfriend was playing the uh 
you're you're a mean one, Mr. Grimm. By Tyler Creator. By Tyler Creator. It's pretty it's cool. It is. Yeah, I like it's good. It. I liked it a lot. Yeah, this movie has a really good soundtrack. Yeah, he did the um, soundtrack. Yeah, no, I I th- I watched it in theaters, um, and I and instantly I was just, and I I was coerced to go. I didn't want to go because mm-hmm. like I'm just not a I wasn't a big Grinch guy. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, fuck it, I'll go. And I really enjoyed myself, man. Okay. You a big Grinch guy now? Not a big Grinch, but I, I'm a fan of this movie though. I like this movie a lot. Where it's so much so that it's saved in my Netflix uh, list. Wow. Okay. And that says something, right? I'm a, yeah, I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna okay. probably check it out this weekend. Um, I, I want to mention. Um, Good off that. <laughs> nah, there's a dark version of a Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. It's it's on um FX. It's it's rated mature. It's pretty good. Three episodes. I feel like I saw this. I like I saw with, it. with Guy Pierce as Ebenezer. Yeah, I didn't oh, watch seen? it, but I I saw like the. You seen like a, a trailer or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So like people are like dying and shit. Nah, nobody's dying, but it's like the story is dark. Like his past. Oh okay. Ebenezer's uh, Scrooge, his past, like him getting molested as a kid. Oh my god. Shit. Yeah, it goes. It goes there. That's in the book. <laughs> it goes there. That's in the original. Yo, I could I could say more, but you know what? Just watch it. Yeah, it's three episodes. I also don't want to edit anything out. That shit. That's yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shit is crazy. Roger that. Um. All right, moving on to the next one. Yeah. All right. Has anybody seen this movie besides me? Nope. One movie. The Preacher's Wife. It's, uh, it's actually so. It's a. I saw it the other day. I recently saw this. I was actually gonna put it in my put me on one of these days, but That's since we cute. did this topic today, I was like, oh, I'll just add it here. Mm-hmm. Um, this is actually Denzel Washington movie. Courtney oh. B. Vance and directed by Penny Marshall. Oh, okay. Um, I was scrolling through my TV one day and I found on ABC Family, I see a, a de- did you did you just make another noise? Goodness gracious! I got a five out of ten. Um, <laughs> Steph is now leaving the the basement. <laughs> Get out, stoop. Get out. Um, now, nah, so yeah, I'm, I'm scrolling through. I thought I watched every single Denzel movie there is. Oh, I. So I'm watching the movie for like two minutes. I'm like, yo, I never seen this before. I looked it up. It's called The Preacher's Wife. Basically, uh, Denzel plays an angel from heaven, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and the preacher, I think he, played by Courtney B. Vance, prayed for, I think, to save his, his, uh, his not only his church, but his, also his marriage. So then God sends Denzel's uh, angel down and basically to save the day. Um, and it takes some turns that you kind of don't expect. Like, he actually falls in love with um, Courtney B. Vance's wife, who actually is... Um, Whitney Houston. Forgot, oh, to, forgot to mention that. And also, the soundtrack to this movie is actually the the most, the highest selling Christmas album of all time. Wow. Okay. Yeah, the Preacher's Wife sent mainly because of Whitney Houston, obviously. Of course. That's um, but yeah, nah. Denzel, he just plays a really lighthearted character. He's an angel. He makes jokes. He's just he's not serious. Alonzo Harris in this movie, like it's <laughs> it's it's interesting to watch, especially if you're a Denzel fan. Like I never got to see this Denzel. You don't see this side of Denzel too much. So yeah. I like this movie a lot, and you should give it a chance. Okay. No, I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, and it's a Christmas movie. Like it's it it fits the vibe right now. Right. So. And I, I it's just I I can't find it anywhere. That's the only problem I'm having. Oh, okay, okay. But I'm gonna find it somewhere. Maybe it's in your uh, movie collection somewhere. It might be. I got a whole bunch of shit up there though. I gotta check. I don't know. But uh yeah, no, I like this movie a lot. I'll Preacher's wife. Uh at next the next on the list? Yeah. What? I oh, thought no. you, oh, I thought you were gonna say something. No, no, I was gonna say it, but then I figured you were Oh go for it then, sir. A Christmas story. I'm not gonna lie. <clears throat> this might be a little I'm not, it's not a bashful I don't know what to call it I'm nervous now whenever this movie would have come on we'd be in school I never liked this movie at all that's I where mean, I fell I in love with this movie never cared for this 
it was cool I, when the, the kid got his tongue stuck to the frozen pole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Other than that, this movie was a waste of time. Wow. I, I did it. It was just because, you know what? It just reminded me. It was just like a Christmas that it just, I just, I couldn't connect to the movie. Like I get what he's saying. Don't get me wrong. Like, mm-hmm. I like this movie a lot. I, it's very nostalgic for me because when me and my brother used to go to our grand, our grandmother's house for Christmas Eve dinner, yeah. um, obviously all the adults would sit in the living room. Me and Brian and I go sit there and listen to them. So we would go to my grandmother's room and every Christmas Eve, without fail, this movie's on. Yep. Uh, whether it be TBS or TNT, like it's it's on every Christmas Eve. Yeah. Along with It's a Wonderful Life, which we didn't put in this list, but uh, you know, that's a topic for another day. Um, okay. But yeah, I, I like this movie. One, I can relate to it. The character's name is Ralphie. That's me. Yeah. Um, He's a lot cooler. But 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 nah. But honestly, you 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 have a, a real special memory tie. Yes, to it, so I do. Yeah, I do have some special memory tie, and I'll probably always remember that. I'm sure uh, Butter does too. And plus, man, I just love the Ovaltine shit. That shit is hilarious. I always find that funny. Son of a bitch. Yes. <laughs> Drink your Ovaltine. What was the line that he put? Um. I forgot. And then the iconic, you'll shoot your eye out. You'll yeah, shoot yeah. your eye out. Well, I, I love this movie just because it's like a series of set pieces and it's never boring because it goes from literally one extreme to the next. Like you go from the, getting your uh, tongue stuck on the pole incident and then you get to the, you'll shoot your eye out. And then from there you get to the, oh, fudge. And then you mm-hmm. go to the oval team and you go to the bullies. And, and the movie just moves at this. <laughs> Santa kicking them down the slide. <laughs> yeah, Santa kicking them down. Like, and it's just. It's just nonstop, and it's the, the movie doesn't really have a story, but like it you're doesn't. just you're just you're just following this this family and Midwestern life, and you also get this very uh, like Stephen King feel, like the like the fifties, like like fifties Midwest town, like like that, not the horror elements. I'm about Ste- to say, I was like Stephen King. King. No, 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 like like like. Uh, the fact that it takes place in like I think the fifties, it's kind of like this obscure town that it takes place in that could be anywhere. Okay, and you're just following these group of kids and like like the wholesome part of uh-huh. Stephen King. Sometimes the wholesome part of Stephen King. Okay, <laughs> like 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 Stand by Me, Stephen King. Sure. Stand by yeah, me. and like I don't know, I just like always like seeing into that era, like because it's it's kind of cool to think. I was like, what did kids do before they had computers, video games? Like, what did they cherish? Like, because that is true. At, at my youngest memories, I remember always wanting some type of video game. I wanted a Game Boy. I wanted a PlayStation. I wanted games for the PlayStation. You never played with marbles? No, I didn't play with marbles. Sure. I did. You never, you never did the thing with the circle and then you put the marbles and you gotta hit the marbles out the circle? No. Oh, no, I never did. That was fun. But, um, but just even like, you one privilege. Or like, the, or the fact of just like, we grew up in the same town. <laughs> or like the fact of like, you know, growing up without, Imagine growing up without a TV, like you having to sit by and listen to radio, like the, the Ovaltine shit. Like it's cool to see, like that's what kids prioritize at that time. Like mm-hmm. it's just like a window into like the olden days, which is cool. Would never work now. No, kids don't have the attention span. Fucking give. I mean, code breaker. What? I mean, fucking kids have iPads at one years old. This is a fact. Which is sad. My, my little cousin has an iPad. She's, I mean, she's she's two. You think it's really sad when the world is turning into that? Yes. Yeah, I think I it think is. Because they're, they're not going out there and playing. Yeah. I mean... You know how many times I, I ride my bike through the park and I, I don't empty. see kids? I believe it. I mean, that's also on a parent. It's, it's also, I mean, but you know what? That is true, but I feel like it's the same thing for us when we were playing video games as kids, though. Nah, not as much. Not as much. There's people much. spending just as much. But you know what? Nah, Cause you, cause you know what it Because you know what it is now? I think as a kid, like there was a point where it's like I was playing video games in the house or whatever, but... 
people would come to my house, knock on my door, like, yo, come over, like, come outside. There's still that social and, aspect. And my and my mom would actually, and I thank her for this, my mom would be like, Malik, get off the game and go outside. Mm-hmm. Like, if someone were to come to my house, she'd be like, she'd make me turn the game off and go outside. Mm-hmm. I don't even think that that's lost now because all the kids are in the house because they're all on Call of Duty in Fortnite. And they're still playing with each other. Yeah, they're like, playing with each other. So yeah. it's not even like, yo, I miss my friends, let me turn the game off and go see them. It's like, nah, I'm getting on the game and I'm seeing them. Right. And, we, and I don't have to leave the comfort of my own home. Correct. So that social aspect is like dying, dying. Hopefully. But back to <laughs> Christmas Story. Yeah, I just love this movie, man. It's, um, a, good, it's a nostalgic movie for me. Yes, right and I just, it's a tradition that like, I on Christmas Day, like I'm just around the house or whatever, I'm just, fucking around with my gifts or whatever like it's just an on in the background 24 hours non-stop and that's a fact but i, really? I totally get what g is coming from though because like it, it's not you, you it's not really, for everybody it's not for everybody no yeah, it's, it's not, not for, for everybody. everybody no absolutely we can move on yes sir i always thought that they was just killing my time whenever that movie would come on okay i understand i get it like and then like no but but you know what there was a part i was like it i feel like when it you know what it shot very well i can say that because like you said it goes from it, it bounces mm-hmm. from point to point where it's not like too boring but it, it was it's, it's cool it's not for everybody like you say respect next on the list mm-hmm. another christmas classic man home alone i just i was watching this the other day yeah this yeah. one right here i haven't watched it in a while but you know obviously it is a uh a classic a Christmas classic. Um, these are the worst parents in movie history. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> they, they forgot them twice in a row. I mean, so in New York City at one point. Yeah. The, yeah. This God is one, damn. The, the original Home Alone, I have to say, it's in it's in my perfect movie conversation. Like, I was watching it the other day, and it's just like, there's obviously nitpicks that you can find, but <laughs> there's nitpicks that you, you can find, but, it's, but nothing's like, it breaks the movie for you. Like, there's no real problem. Like, I think the dialogue is spot on. The, the comedy just works. Mm-hmm. And I'm picking up shit and noticing shit that I never noticed, like, all these years. I watch this movie at least probably, like, twice a year. And, I, and I'm just now catching on to shit. Like, when he spills the milk and the dad is throwing out, cleaning up the table and he, throw, he throws out uh, Kevin's boarding pass and, um, and whatchamacallit. He throws out his boarding pass and ticket, so that's what he wouldn't know when he gets to the airport. Yeah. Uh, he tells Kevin, yo, pick up your micro-machines in the beginning of the movie, and he uses the micro-machines to trip up the uh, to trip up Harry and Marv. Like, there's just, like, all this foreshadowing in the movie that I never noticed, and that's the genius of the writing, which is great. And talk about a perfectly casted kid, man. Macaulay yeah. Culkin as Kevin McAllister. Mm-hmm. Um, he's funny, charismatic. A dick. A dick, yeah, a dick, but not. I think it's just perfectly cast, and even to this day, like if you see Macaulay Culkin anywhere, he's still he's Kevin McAllister, Kevin McAllister, and Richie Rich. But you don't remember? I I, I've watched Richie Rich before, but like, yeah, yeah, he's he's still Kevin McAllister. Sorry, and actually, his uh, his little brother, uh, Karen Karen Culkin, is in it as well. He plays Fuller. Is is that the one in Succession too? Yeah, he's the one that's in Succession and uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. That's right. He plays the uh, the gay roommate, right? Yeah. Okay. Wow, man. Fuller, go easy on the Pepsi. Yeah. 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 Um, and shout outs to Chris Columbus because it's funny because um, when I was watching this the other day, um, and John Williams did, did the score, uh, Allie was like, "Wow, I'm getting um, Harry Potter vibes from this," and I was like, "Yeah, you can see a lot of the DNA of that first Harry Potter movie in in um." Home Alone just through Chris, Chris Columbus's director mm-hmm. style and like you know him taking that and then also working with child actors and also working with John Williams again it's like you end up with Sorcerer's Stone yep so it, it's all cool how everything comes together 
And shout out to, to the sequel, too, because I'm not the biggest fan of Lost in New York, but I still like it. Um, that's when Kevin becomes a full-on, like, murderer, like, psychopath. He's, like, setting up the sickest traps, throwing bricks at him, uh, trying to electrocute him and shit. It was OD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> shout out to Joe Pesci, man. Shout out to Joe Pesci. <laughs> uh, next on the list? Yep. Bad Santa. Yo, this... This is the second funniest movie on this list because this shit is raw. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't allowed to watch this movie for the longest time and for good reason. And my parents weren't the ones that were like, "Yo, you can't watch anything that's rated R." But there were certain movies where it was just like it's it was like, too much. Man, it was, was like it was yeah. It's like when you're when the guy like... playing Santa is literally like fucking women in a car and <laughs> drinking to excess to the point he passes out and is at strip clubs and is cursing at children and pissing himself it's like all right now nah, you you got to draw a line and i remember i was the first time i was watching i was with my cousin and he was like yo yo you about to watch bad santa but you can't tell my mom's like so anytime his mom came in a room you know you you press the last button <laughs> this is back in the day hell yeah you, know, you press that last button yep. right to the channel <laughs> you switch it right back man i was hard my whole life and then um it was, it was the santa and what was it, his grandson or something um, following him no, it was a it was just a random kid. Say he was staying in his house. Thurman Merman. Thurman Merman. <laughs> what a blam. Yeah. But the thing like I said, the thing I like about this movie is just like how unapologetically raw it is. Like they they say anything and everything in this movie. They don't give a fuck. And this was this really showed a time where I know we say it a lot, but like with cancel culture and all you can't make this movie today. No, no, like, no. Like with the things that they're saying and the stuff they're getting up, getting away with, especially involving children, because he's cursing at kids and everything. I'm like, you can't make this movie right now, and it and it and it does feel like a novelty of a time gone by when like it's fake, it's it's fake, it's just a movie, it's a comedy. Like you're not supposed to take any of this serious. Obviously, if someone were to do this in real life, it'd be horrific. You don't condone it, but in the case of this movie, this is just it's 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 the best. Like it's not fact, I love it. it really is. Oh, and shout outs to Bernie Mac in this movie as well. Great performance. And it's funny, when I think of Bernie Mac, um, I do think of this movie. I do think yeah. this is probably my favorite Bernie Mac role. Um, uh, I love the part when he's getting his feet done and he's on the phone. And he's talking to the to the uh, to the foot technician. I don't know what you call call him. And he's like, Don't don't be don't be scared of it. Get get in the bunion now. Get in there. <laughs> And she's fucking around. He's on the phone. He's like, "Oh, god damn it, woman! You're killing me!" <laughs> and it's just that, like, that comedic timing that he has. Right. That was just unmatched, man. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to that Bernie Mac um, stand up that I was watching the other day, the Death Comedy Jam one. Oh I yeah, should, 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 it is great. He said, uh, <laughs> "I ain't scared you, motherfucker." I'm not. Kick it. <laughs> said, and "I'm blessed. I'm hung, I'm hung low. I'm hung low." <laughs> Why whip my shit out this whole room get dark? Some lady came up to me and asked me a pussy it tastes like pumpkin pie. So don't ask me no dumbass question like that. You know I never had no goddamn pumpkin pie. Kick it! <laughs> Rest in peace, bring you back. Man. Yes, that's that's a great uh, stand-up. That's probably the best deaf comedy jam stand-up. Yeah, that was funny. Been. Um, I was actually just watching the, um, uh, Martin Lawrence one, too. And he was like, "Yo, I forgot who he was talking to, but uh, they were they were dating um MC Light at the time." And he's like, "Yeah, he, he dating MC Light. He got a uh, he got a tattoo on her chest and everything." And I used to fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> <Yo. He's... laughs> 
and then Lawrence Taylor and and Ice T were standing next to each other. Yo, y'all niggas look alike. You sure not? Y'all not? Y'all ain't got the same mother? <laughs> An albino linebacker. <laughs> 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 yeah. Mario was a wild boy. Yeah, Mario was day. crazy back in the nineties. Mm-hmm. But uh, we we can move on to the next one. No, but before we get to the the last one that I was gonna mention, I just got one. Mm-hmm. Is is this considered a Christmas movie? Iron Man three. Mm, I say no, just because it takes place on Christmas because of Shane Black. Yeah. But the only thing, it doesn't. There's not too much attention on Christmas. There's not enough attention on Christmas. Uh-huh. Like you forget it's Christmas in the movie. Like I think they bring it up in the opening narration, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Cause like that's did you know um, a nice nice guy takes place th- around Christmas? I think it takes place during Christmas time. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, to, nice, answer, to nice. answer your question quickly, I, d- I did not know that. Yeah, so really, I gotta rewatch it now. Yeah, thanks. Give me another excuse to watch it. Mm-hmm. Cause I think at the end, like they're in a bar and there's like holiday lights hanging. And... I feel like there is. Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like there's but, a like, they don't, they... somewhere in that movie. Probably too. in this house. Yeah, and they put they put they put no atten- real attention to it. Interesting. Oh, because technically Lethal Weapon is a Christmas movie. Lethal, the first Lethal Weapon takes yeah. place during Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Shane Black doesn't really give a fuck about Christmas. Yeah, we're not doing that. No. Is Predators in, during Christmas? Nah. No? no, it is. Because <laughs> he, he he, the, the little kid gets a Christmas gift and he opens it. No, that's just a package. But I do think uh, Predators does it. Probably is. Christmas. I've never seen it, obviously, but uh, probably is. That's funny. Yeah. All right, well, let's get to the last one. Mm-hmm. Um. Just all right. Just an honorable mention because I, I feel like it's we have to mention this. Yes, it's a wonderful life. Mm-hmm. Is an incredible Christmas movie, but yeah. I haven't watched it that many times. I've and then also Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Yes, um, like we're not trying to omit these yeah. classics, but Christmas, you know. a Christmas Carol, a Mickey Christmas Carol. I've never seen that one before. Yeah, um, so I'm sure some other. I'm sure we're missing some others, but yeah, we're not trying to omit pers- purposely. These are our favorites. Yeah, these are just our favorites. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, my personal favorite Christmas movie. Uh, prob- yeah, Grinch is right behind this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Polar Express. Okay. I love this movie. I think the animation is so cool to me. Um, and I just I just always remember as a kid wanting to be that kid that gets picked up on the Polar Express and gets taken to the North Pole. And like, it. I don't know, it's, it's just like... I love, I love the book. Yeah. I, I wasn't a fan of the movie. Um, I think Tom Hanks is perfectly casted as the the conductor. No, he, he definitely is. He is. He is. He is. But I, the, my magic was in the movie he, more than I'm sorry. My magic was in the book. I, yeah, I, I got you. I love the book. Um, Something about the world. I will tell you what I love. <laughs> I love that clip that they have on. It's on. It's online. But it's like it's when the, the he's drifting the train on the ice. Yeah. And they and they play the 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 Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> the Tokyo uh, drift music and you just see something and someone in big ass cash is like is this motherfucker drifting a train <laughs> that shit is amazing no I mean I, I think this movie is like as a kid just watch it it was just so magical to me and I yeah I always reminisce about it when I watch it. Even uh, even when it's on ABC or something like that, like I, I just take time to you know what, I, just watch it. Even and then this is when they went into the town, right? So like the with the train, mm-hmm. it went into the um whole train station, and then, and then it was just like the old train stations where it was in that circular dome, and then just switched the track to track. That mm-hmm. I thought that was my favorite part. Uh, it, and I'm eventually I'm going to get around to watching this movie. I feel like I have like oh you've never seen it. Um, I've seen parts of it, and I just didn't like it. Oh, okay. So I, I'll, I'll get around to watching it in in its entirety at some point. Um, yeah, man. So I like it a lot, man. I like. It. 
haven't seen it yet this Christmas this uh Christmas time. I guess when it gets closer to Christmas, I'll watch it. But yeah, can't wait till it's on, man. How, how you go, how you doing as far as uh, Christmas shopping? I'm almost done. Okay, same. I'm almost done. I don't got that much Christmas shopping to do this year, so okay. I'm almost done. Yeah, I'm actually doing pretty better than I've ever been. Actually. Yeah, I, was, I, I like being ahead of the game as far as I, Me too. I take a lot of pride in my gift giving skills. Man, I'm a pretty good gift giver. That's good. Um, but I like to get it done early. Yeah, because I remember I don't think I told you one year me and Butter went to the mall on Christmas Eve because we just we procrastinated like crazy, yeah. and it was the biggest biggest mistake ever. Yeah, there was a year I I couldn't even get into the mall like it was back like Zeckendorf Boulevard was backed right. all the way up and I couldn't I had to find a way to turn around. Right, and even with this year especially the sco- the stores are already at limited capacity. Yeah. So imagine going to the mall the week of Christmas. It, it would be a shit show. Yeah, I actually went to the I was at the outlet last uh, last weekend. How was that? It wasn't bad. Um, so it dep- <laughs> yeah, and it, it, it depends on the store. Like, I was waiting online at the Ugg store, which it wasn't that long. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, another store will be fucking wrapped around some shit. So. There's an Ugg store in the mall. The, oh, the, it's there new. Is. It must be new. Yeah, it's okay. a pop-up, though. Oh, okay. Because yeah, when I was getting the Uggs, I might need to return them. I'm not sure. And uh-huh. I didn't think that there was an Ugg store in the mall. So it's I, I don't know how it works for returns because, like I said, it's a pop-up. Yeah. I don't know how these things work. Okay. But, uh... It's pretty dope. They got some good stuff in it. Okay. Yeah, I ended up getting... Oh, yeah, I didn't go to Nugs. I didn't buy them from Nugs, so I bought them from Journeys anyway, so I'm good. Nice robes, too, in Nugs, man. Yeah, they do. Oh, they have some good shit. They do. Yeah. Yo, sorry. Just, sure. Uh, do you fuck with Home Goods? I was in Home Goods like, like last week. I'm like, yo, this shit lit. I can't wait to buy my house, man. I, <laughs> my Home Goods, Home Goods is lit. Home Goods is fucking lit. I can't say I've been in there too many times. I walked out that motherfucker with at least a lamp. I had to I, buy a I lamp. My, yeah, nah, I get my candles from Home Goods. Oh, my God. I love it. I yeah, haven't been home goods in a while. Sound like my mother. Yeah, I love I love you some home goods. Listen, when I get my whole house, man, I'm lit. It's bro. gonna be lit. Yeah, I'm lit. So if you like, if you ever want to go like house shopping, like for shit, yeah, hit me up. Oh, okay. like yo, I need to go cop some shit for the crib. I got you. I'm out. Yeah, pull up. Yeah. I'll get some stuff from my house. Too. Yeah, automatic. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Is there any other movies that uh, we forgot? Um, I cannot think of any. Shout outs to a very Huey. I know it's not a show, but a very Huey Christmas from the Boondocks. That's great. Probably my favorite Christmas episode of any show. Oh, we could do Christmas episodes next year, man. Yeah, That's, no, no, yeah. That could be a whole. Uh... No, no, it definitely will be. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But I just wanted to throw that out. This Santa. Classic. Denzel Washington, Quincy Jones. <laughs> Don't look at Quincy Jones. Angela Bassett. Gonna save you. Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. Greatest cast ever, ever assembled. Oh, Apparently, it was the greatest show ever too. Yeah. But, you know. It was just, we'll never see it again. It was the uh, it was the Christmas version of Black Panther. <laughs> oh man! Well, with that being said, guys, great job with that. Always love a nice Christmas episode. Absolutely, oh, I love Christmas, man. Just awesome. everything after Thanksgiving is pretty awesome. I, I like I it to too. say. Even Thanksgiving is awesome too. But yeah, just I, the just the period between Thanksgiving and Christmas, I, I've always enjoyed it. Yeah, I actually like new. I like new up until New Year's too. I like New Year's. As well. I'm going to sleep at like 11 o'clock this year. Years, bro. Yeah. I never really cared for this time. Not that I never really cared for it. <laughs> comes Why you have to be so funny? Yeah, you're an actual Grinch, bro. Nah, My I'm goodness. Not that I'm a Grinch. You know, I probably am low key, but you know what it was growing it's up? It's not low. You know what know what it really was growing up? A lot of this time, like, I would be, like, with my dad, and my dad would be at work. So, I'm in Times Square a lot around this time. So, it was just an overflood of people in my face oh. constantly. I, so, growing up, that's why I was just, like, I, I couldn't be... You couldn't wait for this I to be over. I couldn't wait for this to be over I, until, until... I can understand. And yeah. also, it's kind of sad this year, just because this is the first year that I'm not in the city around Christmas time. I, I've always worked in the... I've been working in the city for the past couple also, years. You like to go see the tree? Hmm? Like to go see the tree. I do like going to see the tree. Yeah, I enjoy the well, tree. I got to schedule an appointment for that. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you? Oh, yes. Get the fuck out of here. You have to schedule an appointment to go see the never, tree. Never. Sorry. And you only have a, t- a limited time slot. Sorry. To do it. 
Sorry. Yeah. And the key, like, it, you can't just go to the tree and like, oh, I don't need to make an appointment. I was just looking at the tree from a distance. No, cops are like, yes. Wow. It's insane. I was watching the news the other day. I'm like, that's in, that's crazy. What if I want to go to the NBA store? I don't know, bro. I'm just talking about the the, the fucking the it's tree. A, it's in the vicinity of the tree, though. Wow. I th- nah, well, then I guess you just go to the NBA. I don't know how these things work. I'm just saying, for the tree itself, you got to make an appointment. Guess I'm going to Bryant Park, then. They got a nice tree. I'm just some chicken cone, man. We should go. We got to. They, that place closed. They closed down the pop-up shop. Is the restaurant closed? Nah. I haven't been to the city in a minute. Like, a I have to. Like, just walking around? Yeah. You know, we out Friday. You go home and get these things. Friday? I'm not waiting on that. I heard you on the phone. I'm not waiting on line with you. (laughs) He was trying to finesse you. I know. I'm trying to make some money with you. Yo, put us on. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, G, put us on, sir. I ain't going to put y'all on them sneakers. Um, I'm going to put y'all on. Since we talked about movies, I'm going to put y'all on a movie. I can honestly say this is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, I'm sure y'all probably seen it before. So, uh, Chef, it's definitely on Netflix. Oh, good movie, good choice, good yeah, choice, good, good stuff. But um, I'm probably not pronouncing these um these actors right, but I'm trying my best. Um, John uh, Ferrer, Favreau, 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 Sophia uh, Vergara, mm-hmm. um, Scarlett Johansson, mm-hmm. John Luguzama, Robert Downey Jr., Dustin Hoffman. And Emily, um, Anthony, um, honestly, like Robert I said, Jr. Sorry, Robert Downey Jr. is in that? Yeah, he's he's in. Honestly, he's in. He's in, in no more than five minutes. Okay, no more. So, um, basically, it's just basically about about a chef, and um, he becomes um upset when the owner of his restaurant wants him to produce the same um Udane menu that he's been producing for weeks now, and he has these great um experimental ideas that he wants to get out to the people, which he doesn't get a chance to. So. Uh, um, a food critic comes and critiques his um, his his dishes, which is actually the owner of the um, restaurants. It's his menu and not the actual chef's menu. And he gives him a poor review, and then he tells him to come back again in a very, very I want to say rude way, as we could say. You know, he DMs on he thinks he DMs him on, DM him's on Twitter, but he's insulting in front of everybody. So he tells him to come back. The owner doesn't let um, John produce the menu he wants, and he ends up quitting. And through this experience, he goes to Miami, ends up finding um, a food truck, and he goes around the USA with his uh, son and you know, cooking the food he wants to. Cuban sandwiches. And it, it's cool because every um, town that he goes to, he uses local ingredients and things like that. And it just really, honestly, just inspires you to want to cook. I, I've been cooking before this movie came out, so seeing this um, movie, it was just like inspiration. That, okay, like, if I want to take it to a business level, which I kind of been having... I've been doing lately fake in a fake way. Like, you know, I can do it. You know, anything's possible. But so, um, yo, it's honestly just a movie that I love. Even if you're not into, into cooking, you know, it's definitely a great family movie to share with, um, you know, your family, you know, it's very wholesome. You know, this might be one of the most wholesome things about me. What can I say? But, um, chef, it's a great movie. You know, you got kids, you know, you got a mouth, you got to eat, watch the movie. That's a fact. Now, I actually, um, I remember reading really good reviews about it, and it's just a movie that I always wanted to watch, but kind of just like, yeah, it's been. I'm so far removed yeah. from it, like I, I it just kind of fell to the wayside. But I'm gonna watch it one day because it's on Netflix. Though, yeah, right? no, yeah, no, it's I'm, I'm t- It's the first. Honestly, it's it's really j- just the first five minutes of the movie where he's getting ready for his dinner service. So like any chef is getting ready for his dinner service, a lot of anticipation. Mm-hmm. He's going to the, to the market, trying to get all the ingredients he wants. He gets this pig that he's been waiting for, mm-hmm. this whole pig, and then he, they're constructing and breaking it down. And then he's just going, everything is a go. He has this new menu. The next thing you know, the owner just stops everything. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. slowly roll, homie. 
Wow. So it's 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 it's, it's, it's great. Man. You can relate to it a little I, bit. I mean, not really because I'm not a professional chef, mm-hmm. but um, I mean, if the love for the love of cooking food, yeah, I can relate to Got it. Got you. Yeah, and I, and I saw it in college with a bunch of culinary students because obviously they fucking yeah. love this movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a good real it's a real good feel good movie. It never gets too dark or dramatic. Got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah, I'm watching one day, man. Thanks, dope. Um, I'm gonna put you guys onto a movie this week. Uh, it's called The Gentleman. Came out uh, earlier this year in January. Directed by Guy Ritchie, mm-hmm. who's directed both the Sherlock Holmes movies, the Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Yes, that he's also directed the last uh, King Arthur movie. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie stars Matthew McConaughey, Charlie Hunnam, Henry Golding, Jeremy Strong, Colin Farrell, and Hugh Grant. Um, it's a really good cast. The uh, the reason why I like this movie so much. Um, and I really didn't watch it in the beginning because it didn't get great reviews. No, yeah. So I was like, eh, I'll just skip it. And I recently saw it on like uh, Showtime or something like that. And the pacing of this movie is, is phenomenal. Like I, you, I just literally, I, you, I started the movie earlier on and I just, I couldn't stop watching. Mm. Uh, the the script is really fun and witty as most uh, Guy Ritchie movies are. Uh, Matthew McConaughey does a great job playing like a pretty much a a marijuana. But a big time marijuana like drug man. dealer, yeah. yeah, a big time like multi million dollar business, um, hundreds of millions actually, and so um, he's... yeah, and he's just uh, he's plays he's intimidating, he's scary, but she's also pretty likable too, mm-hmm. um, as you know most most Matthew McConaughey characters are. He's a likable guy. Um, Charlie Hunman does a great job of being his like his assistant, but like also like really badass on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, Hugh Grant, man. Hugh Grant does a great job of playing like against his type. His type usually plays like he's in the rom com, whatever. But he plays like this really slimy, you know, almost antagonistic um, r- news reporter. Mm-hmm. But like he's trying to blackmail Matthew McConaughey throughout the entire movie, mm-hmm. and it's just interesting. The movie's told out of chronological order, um, so I think that's also interesting. So the movie's basically just. Uh, Charlie Hunman and Matthew Mc- um, and Hugh Grant talking to each other, and through flashbacks, you get like the whole story about what happened. Right. Um, Henry Golding plays a pretty good uh, villain. Um, Colin Farrell, man, funny. And if you, I remember, um, I talked about it a couple weeks ago. I don't know if you guys remember. Uh, I mentioned the movie In Bruges. Bruges. Yeah. In Bruges, whatever. Uh, Colin Farrell, man, he's he's funny. He's got comedic chops, man. He's funny in this movie too. Mm. Uh, so this movie's just really great. I like it a lot. Um, it's don't don't let the the bad reviews or just not really bad but like medium reviews like kind of off put you from this like definitely give this movie a watch especially if you like Guy Ritchie yeah and like I said it, the pacing for this movie is phenomenal I promise you if you actually turn it on you won't stop watching until the end yeah actually it's funny you said that because I started watching it and then I stopped and then I never got back to it but I've been meaning to <laughs> well thanks finish man. it <laughs> no but it wasn't because it was bad or anything mm-hmm. I think I just gotten distracted would yeah. you watch it on um. Oh, my, my cousin has a the Voodoo app streaming service, mm-hmm. so I was watching on that. I was talking to Ralph and not you, though. Oh, whatever. Where did I watch it? <laughs> HBO. I mean, excuse me, uh, Showtime. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, it was on regular TV. And, it, and literally now, anytime that it's on, I just I just put it on. It just happened in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely got to rewatch it now. Yeah, there's a really cool sequence where, like, they're, Charlie Hunman is, they're chasing down these annoying-ass kids that have phones and they recorded on their phones footage of him, like, killing somebody. Mm-hmm. So he has to chase down these people. And, oh, I've like, seen that scene. He's like, give me the phone, you fucking... Yeah, it's head. it's entertaining. I like this movie a lot, man, for real. So, um, yeah, I watched uh, David Fincher's Mink. If you guys know I'm a huge David Fincher fan. I've, this, I've, as of now, there's only one David Fincher film I haven't seen, which is The Game, which I just gotta 
sit down and watch. Um, but this was a very interesting film. Um, basically, it's the story of uh, Herman Mankiewicz, who was the screenwriter behind Citizen Kane. And the movie basically gets into that, his relationship with Orson Welles and the struggles that him battling alcoholism and a really bad uh, injury while he was working on this script under a super tight deadline. And in that, it goes into flashbacks prior to a decade and showing what basically inspired the story of Citizen Kane, which was his relationship with people in Hollywood and the turbulence that that could have potentially uh, caused once people were to find out that this was who he was making the story about. But aside from that, that's really not the interesting part of this movie. The most interesting part of this movie is absolutely its uh, cinematic style, its cinematography, the way it... This movie looks like... I don't know how David Fincher was able to do it, but this movie looks like it was made in 1939. Like, it's so authentic, and it's black and, and, it's black and white, and the music that it uses... Um, it, uh, it feels like you're watching... if. If I didn't know that this was that movie and I walked in on it, I would think that this movie was actually made in the 30s and just had been restored in 4K or something like mm. that. Because while it does look very uh, authentic, it looks so rich and beautiful and, and, and it's black. And I usually don't like black and white movies at all. They actually turn me turn me off. Like I like black and white sequences, but the fact that this whole movie was black and white, I was very apprehensive going into it. Mm-hmm. And it's... It's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful film to look at and adore. And it's like, like I said, it's a testament to his filmmaking uh, abilities. Mm -hmm. It also does really cool things. Like when it goes, so at the beginning of every scene, it actually starts off every scene as if it was a script. So um, if if you guys have ever read a script before, it starts with, it'll start with internal or external, the set, like where where they are, the year, uh, the day. And then, uh, and then parentheses flashback, letting you know that you're in a flashback, and it does that leading back up to the moment when he's. That's working. pretty cool. It's really, it's really cool. Um, but then aside, aside from that, man, it's just I love films about history and just like the historical context because you're sitting there and there's this is one amazing, amazing sequence where, uh, and also shout outs to um, uh, David Fincher's father, Jack Fincher, who actually wrote this script in the early 2000s before he passed away, um, and this was his like dream to get this movie made and his son actually uh saw it to fruition um he writes amazing uh old-timey dialogue but that it sounds interesting and the conversations that they're having are multi-layered so there's this crazy scene where it's him amanda Seyfried, charles dance um and a bunch of other like very rich charles uh, dance yeah yeah uh rich elite people and they're in this room and they're having this con- like this multi-layered conversation about politics entertainment uh what's going on what's going on over in europe and it's crazy because it's like they get up to a point where they're talking about Hitler, but this is 1933, so uh, Germany is still licking its wounds from World War One, uh, and this guy Hitler is rising to prominence, and they're talking about him, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you know, he's just one of those upstarts. He's just t- saying, he's just spit, spewing a whole bunch of rhetoric. Oh, he'll never come. Uh, he's just a, he just has a poor man's dream. Yeah, not knowing he ends up becoming fucking Adolf Hitler. Horrible. Yeah, horrible, horrible, horrible person. person. And it gets and it gets into and it, the the cool thing that it reminded me of a bunch of stuff that I had forgotten about because they do they focus a lot on Upton Sinclair and when he was running for office and I for, completely forgot who Upton Sinclair was he wrote The Jungle uh, and that was something oh. that we that we had learned in school and the fact that that I'm like I, I remember that name I, I look it up and and that's what I, and that's what I love I love when a, a movie is able to like make me st- want to pause it and then Google. Like what I just heard and, right. and, and and learn. Like this movie really makes you want to sit there and learn about the stuff that you're hearing and seeing about. 
And it really shines a light on a really interesting time in film history because it's a time that most people forget about. You know what I mean? Like, Pat, for a lot of film buffs, their film history doesn't go doesn't go past I want to say maybe the 1960s for a lot especially in our generation mm-hmm. so it is cool to get this spotlight on how films were made on how scripts were developed on how things got pushed through and we get to see like MGM who's around now who we know for the James Bond franchise and we mm-hmm. get to see the the original guy behind MGM Studios like and, and it's and it's it's all so cool and his relationship with his uh, final confrontation between him and Orson Welles is like amazing and full attention there's like these two guys that they work with each other. They do good work, but they hate each. Like they don't like each other. Mm-hmm. It's just like the create. And we always hear that term creative differences. Whenever two people decide not, not to work together, we actually get to see it in this movie. Yeah, and, and it's really interesting. I saw IGN had given it like a six. Um, I disagree with that. I, it they they complain about the movie like not being focused on character. I think it is. And ever since I turned it off, I've really been thinking about like watching it again. And and I love that sign in the movie. And to me. David Fincher once again is it seven is it gone girl is it the social network absolutely not but for what he was trying to uh set out to do he 100% accomplished it so okay shout outs to Mank and that's on Netflix you can check that out very nice yep I like it um I might watch it we'll see I haven't decided I wasn't really too uh, enthused by the trailer but for giving good reviews that I might give it a shot bro. yeah it, but like I said you have to go into it knowing like all right I'm about to sit down and watch a black and white old-timey movie <laughs> so yeah. All right, sounds good. Um, before we get out of here, I just wanted to ask you guys' uh, opinion on this real quick because mm-hmm. uh, we forgot to mention earlier on. Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul. How do we feel Joker. about this? You, you, you had it right uh, the other day. He, he's turned into a, a sideshow at this point. Mm-hmm. You, you, you wanted, arguably one of the greatest fighters ever. You have a, a, a record that's untouched. Why yeah. the fuck are you fighting this celebrity? Yeah, He's broke. He can't. He's broke. That's he's what it broke. is, bro. I know, but... <laughs> he was a lavish lifestyle. He he, he had a point. Was making two hundred million dollars off a fight. Yeah, but you have to understand. This is one check a year. A two? Can you blow two hundred million? Yeah. Yes. After taxes, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I That's thirty percent going off to off rip. Bro, there's so many people that have won the lottery and gone broke. I know, I know that because poor money management. You give money to your friends. You're buying dumb shit. Buying Just all types. They got one on one watches. Got a hundred fifty k watches, bro. Yeah, he he can't keep up with his lifestyle. I I, I believe yeah. I just I'm just. Crying it's hard to fathom. That's you know what, what that's saying? what it is. But it's it's the truth. You know? I mean, just club appearances. He, he just, just better not lose. That's all I know. No, he's not gonna. Right, gonna lose. Listen, listen, listen. There is. I will bet. Not even my life savings. I'll bet my life that he will win this fight. There's no way he's gonna lose to a guy that. Unless you've trained your entire life, you're not you're not a threat at all to Floyd Mayweather. I promise you. I also think this is going to be a very boring fight. I'm not going to watch it. I, th- I think I think I think that will change. I'm not going to watch it. I, think I got the parlay on, uh, on Floyd. What's not, why why would I watch this? I don't know. This is a waste of time. This, it's literally a waste of time. I didn't watch Honestly, when he fought. I hope the, it doesn't the, happen. It might not. I'll be honest with you. It might not. Um, they might not get the money for this guy. I don't know. Um, because I didn't watch the last fight, the time he fought the, uh, the Japanese guy. He, I, he had an exhibition fight in Japan. Oh, I didn't see that. Against Tenshin oh, yeah. Koinaka, something like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm butchering his last name. He was doing, he was doing color appearances out there during that fight. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and literally knocked the guy out in, in a minute and 30 seconds. <laughs> Not even kidding. Like, just knocked him out. Mm. Um, like, <laughs> Logan Paul has no chance. Yeah. I mean, great for him. He's going to secure the bag on this one. Of course. You know, God bless him, but. And he's fighting the wrong brother. 
you're gonna fight a Paul, fight Jake, who just knocked out Nate Robinson. Yeah. Oh, he's fighting Logan Paul. Yeah. I thought he's fighting Jake Paul. That's what I'm saying. These fucking, fucking Paul brothers, man. I thought, but he's fighting the older one. I don't care who's fighting. No. <laughs> is, is the older one? Isn't the one? Isn't that the one that's more experienced in boxing? I thought Jake was the older one. Not Logan, that I follow these two. Logan, Logan is the older one. Oh, is he? Yeah. I don't know. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I, I was hoping like he was trying to get revenge for Nate. That's no, what I thought. Yeah, not, that's, what, that's what I thought. I don't care about this. I don't care about this. You're, he you're could right. literally fight both of them in the same ring and beat them. He's broke. Hey, I'm not watching this. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. I'm not watching this. Thank you, sir. Unless somebody paying for the fight and I'm just bored. Yeah, yeah I would never pay for this. And if if you're going to do an exhibition with someone like, do like how Mike Tyson, get right. Manny Pacquiao, get Conor McGregor, like do something that's interesting. Yeah. Dance for me, boy. Dance for me. So I don't know, man. But that that was it. Annoyed when I saw that, it really bothered me. I think I think G put it in the chat. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. That shit bothered me, bro. I, I didn't think it was real. That's why. I, I was like, there's no way Floyd's fighting Logan because he was supposed to fight rematch it. Man, he's supposed to do a whole mm-hmm. bunch of other things. And then you're gonna fight Logan Paul. Out of all people. Yeah. <sighs> Shaking my head, man. This ain't it. Um, is there anything you got, else you guys want to say to the people before we get out of here? No. Um, I mean, we'll see you next week, but. Have a Merry Christmas. Well, have, yeah, we'll see. Have you a happy week. holidays. Have you? Yes. Yeah. Have a yeah. happy holidays and um, get me a gift. No. Get me something nice, people. No, no. Um, like the Apple headphones. I would love a pair. If any, I'm not paying for it myself, but if you guys, as a collective, want to put money in together and send me to my cash app, just DM me and let me know. <laughs> sometimes you got to realize that. Sorry. Sometimes the hardest thing is realizing that you're the only person that's holding you back. I like that. That's nice. Wish I had the bong, uh, the gong thing ready, but uh, I don't. Crazy. And on that note, Street Lights just came on. No, once again, thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please do not forget to rate and subscribe to us. And if you like, leave us some feedback, ask questions, or just say what's up to me. Email us at suitcasepods at gmail.com. Who wants to talk to you? A lot of people want to talk to me. Nah, name, name six. I'm Ralphie. Okay. And it's Jay. See, I just I named two people right there. No, I never want to speak to you. I just got two people right there. I never want to speak to you. And we'll see you on the stoop next week. Peace. Now back to this chicken. Christmas in Harlem. Right after autumn falls. Soaking it all in. Then we go. And all a good night, huh? Now we all living a good life, yeah. Though it's 40 below the windshield, and we wipe the snow up off the windshield, it's still a wonderful night to be alive, baby. And I'm so happy I'm with my baby. And we a little late with the Christmas gifts, rushing for the mile. Don't trip, you know I drive crazy. The streets lit up, it feel like Christmas officially. Told her that you to start at the top of my Christmas tree. My only question is, when my presence, she said, she got a gift for me that ain't for the kids to see. Well, I like the way you think, mommy. Now pull some more eggnog in your drink, mommy. You been a bad girl, get Santa three kisses. Gave her the hot chocolate, she said it's delicious. <laughs> Christmas in Harlem, right after autumn falls, soaking it all in. Then we gon' hit the mall. I'm like bad Santa though. We ain't falling. Glad to sit on my lap. Feel like we bought it all. The mistletoe's right here. Come give a kiss to Santa Claus. Merry Christmas.
Xmas Santa Claus Cherry X6 They ain't hear my reindeer Make it snow on the next chick yes. Got enough toys Wondering what's my next pick Before my exit And get diamond Rolex reckless huh? Big bags Got everything on the checklist Necklace, baguette, uh -huh. wrist Pockets fat, they precious uh -huh. Give mom a pet kiss Look and tell her she precious wow. Lighten up the sour This tree give me the best Butter. gifts And I remember Butter. when I couldn't play Santa Claus No reindeers Just horses in the panorama park We on two-fifths shopping with the damage cost I got your fam while you bidding in the can of no I got your books Her man Neiman's hope they still got them She want them thigh-high spikes with the red bottom Let's make a toast cause Christ is born We gon' party all night till the lights come on Amen. Christmas in Harlem I'm over 800 miles away In the city that's so pretty Where the hustlers dash through the snow without a sleigh Tell my family that I'm sorry that I gotta stay I'm with Yay at the Macy Day Parade Letting the snow fall on my ABA to shade Even though I'm in New York, I'm still repping for the A Christmas in